Blog Talk Radio.
kind of liked it. I felt like the run, how it was running, was really good. It was kind of, it seemed long towards the end, but it seemed to be also moving like, I don't know, it, it seemed like it had a flow to it, okay? Um, let me just say this. Oh, my God. It started off with Bad. Who is it, Bad Bunny? I don't know. I don't know who the hell Bad Bunny is, but the way they described him, I thought he was a Latin little Nas X, so they were saying he was binary. What it? Like he didn't have no sexuality. I didn't know, but Manda, who's one of my one of my uh, favorite people, younger person, came in and said, oh, no, Bad Bunny is kind of popular, you know, told me what he was like. I was like, oh, okay. He didn't sound that good to me singing-wise, but y'all told y'all I like him. <laughs> okay, I'm old. I don't. I'm like I'm out here going. What the hell's going on? Okay, so uh, Bad Bunny was one of the first people to perform. I just was not that Im- impressed, but you know, cheers, whatever. Okay. Um, let's see. The next was. Let me see. Let me get. Do I get my list up? Because you know I got to remember. Was Lizzo next? I don't know. I might be saying the performers out of order, but y'all know y'all y'all get it. Okay. Um. Lizzo performed, okay, and listen, Lizzo did a hell of a job. I loved her performance. I loved the choir background and stuff like this. But here's the thing. Y'all kind of get weird with these choirs and stuff. Y'all don't really let gospel artists perform. I mean, it's kind of like, what is going on here? Y'all letting rock and roll stars sing, do gospel artists' stuff on on thing, but you don't let the – I remember years ago at the Grammys when gospel artists used to perform. They used to give gospel like 10 to 15 minutes at the Grammys when I was a kid. This is how disrespectful the Grammys has gotten towards gospel music and stuff, or Christian music. It's kind of weird. And you've got rock artists up here singing it. But I did like Lizzo's performance. Lizzo looked beautiful tonight. I love the fact that Lizzo won record of the year. Okay. Um, Yeah, I got so much to say. <laughs> I really want to get on a Beyonce. I really want to get on Beyonce's ass because you don't, you know how I, y'all know. Oh my God, y'all know I'm, y'all know I, I, y'all know how I feel. I just talked about her being overhyped last night. She's gonna have to sell. You know what I realized? I just, just I'm taking a break from Lizzo real quick. I know I was talking about Lizzo, but you know what I realized, realized about Beyonce? I haven't got and behind hold up, I haven't got to the Beyonce part yet, but I'm coming. What I realized tonight is she's really tied in. Like, there is no coming. Like, like when you have that much height and it, it's not real, it's crazy. I could, oh, my God. I would, I'd be scared if I was her. I'd just be like, wow, you know, shit, I'm in. They talking about me, and I don't even measure up to the, the amount they talking to me about. Talking to me like, it's absolutely crazy. And Candy, I was just watching Candy. Oh, my God, I can't wait to tell you. I was just watching Candy. When I get to Beyonce part, I was just watching Candy on E because I kept saying this is, see, they already doing, they setting up Beyonce to sell out. And I told you how we already talked about 30% scalpers getting these tickets and what, how I feel like, in my opinion, some artists be involved with the selling of scalping tickets. That's just my personal opinion. There are people do. Also, uh, Candy just gave away something major on e-television. 
they when they were asking her how she got her Beyonce tickets, okay? And she said something major, and it tells you the connection of big business <laughs> and Beyonce. And let me just say this. Girl, you better set out them tours. Ooh, you know you got to. This is your only moneymaker. This is how you make your money now, touring. Because you don't make them through records. You don't. You don't make them through products. I heard on the low that the Adidas thing was not that great. I heard that they were selling out. It looked like they were selling out online, but rumors were that Adidas line was not as great as people perceived it to be, okay? Even though they were selling out in boxes to celebrities, and celebrities were selling that ugly shit. Just telling y'all, okay? That's the rumor. So we got we got failed uh, soundtracks, failed albums. Oh, yes. Failed uh, for the hype. Listen, we're talking about for the hype she gets. But she just she just renewed the interest of Renaissance. I bet Renaissance enters the top ten tomorrow on every record thing. Because why? This is the Beyonce tour launching pad. Bitch, I said it. Okay? I'm telling y'all what it is. And it's no hater thing. I ain't got no, I ain't no, listen. I, people always say, cry out of here hating on her. Listen, I don't want her like, ain't nothing about Beyonce I want, okay? Listen, I can sing Beyonce and say, I don't, I don't, nothing I want. <laughs> okay, plus I don't know how her life is. It looks nice, but I don't know. You know, shit, I don't know what she go through in her private time, okay? But let me just say this. I'm just telling you to tell y'all the truth. I, I There's no there's no hate here. There's no, like, hater or jealous, but you can think of it as you want to. I'm just telling you, it's it's an overhyped product. It is very overhyped, okay? So, and it's not that she can't, listen, it's not her performance skills that's overhyped. It's all the noise about her. Because what you guys don't realize is that stuff, you have to pay for that. That stuff comes with return. That stuff doesn't come very easily. We're going to talk about all of that. These Grammy nominees, Lord have mercy. We'll get back to it. Let's continue to talk about this awards. Sam Smith and Kim Petras perform. Everything is so religious. Like you know, they like to throw religion into it. It's like fire. It's uh, you. It's it gives the YouTubers something to talk about. Like uh oh, there's a Illuminati symbolism. It was a lot of Illuminati religious symbolism tonight. Did you guys notice it? I did. I cannot wait to see the YouTubers talk this shit. You know, because they be breaking down all the symbolism and shit. And I'm a little bit of a conspiracy theorist. And some of y'all people out there in the Hollywood and music industry and stuff, y'all be nuts. So, you know, I like to hear all the the, the shit, you know, <laughs> that y'all been doing. Like, y'all do, to break it down. Like, people be breaking down, like, and they're not crazy. It's people who, like, love symbolism and stuff like that and and break down a lot of this stuff. But tonight I noticed in a lot of the performance, some of them very overt religi- religiosity kind of things, including Sam and Kim Petras. It's like red. It, was, it seemed kind of a little non-XE, kind of weird, like red. He had on a red, like, kind of, it looked like a, 
Keith Skidder. I don't know. I didn't watch his performance all the way. But, you know, Sam can sing, but it's just I've never, I didn't pay too much attention to it, okay? But it was, it had that same thing. Luke Combs, I didn't really pay that much attention to. I like Brandi Carlisle. Really, I do. I liked her. And I love the fact that she had her wife and two kids. Like, they had, they had, they introduced her. I thought that was so dope, okay? Um, Mary. I heard some of her performance and saw a little bit of it. Let me just say this. I don't understand how the fuck Beyonce wins Good Morning over Good Morning Gorgeous. Y'all was playing the fuck out of Good Morning Gorgeous. More so than y'all was playing you, I don't even want to mention the son's name, that something soul song, because it'll start running in my head. It's like a, it's like a chant or something. It's, some, it's something on that song. And it just don't stop, right? I don't understand. Like, you, the Break My Soul song went for about a couple of weeks and it fell off. But y'all, y'all been playing the hell out of, uh, whatchamacallit, I mean, the hell out of Good Morning Gorgeous. So, to me, I don't know if Mary J was shut out completely in all the categories. I'm going to have to look when I look at the categories late, later. Uh, Harry Styles, before, listen, Harry Styles, I've been hearing, when, when they, my little cousins was little, they used to, well, I forget that little group he was into, and they loved Harry Styles. There's nothing, listen, he's deep, he, I mean, he's not He's decent. I just I I I don't see, I don't see all the hype. I really don't. I just should he have won record of the year? Beyonce shouldn't have, but I do believe maybe Lizzo or maybe uh, it was another. Oh, Abba would have Abba would have really been good because let me tell you why. Abba, that they're doing that. They're coming back with this successful album after forty years. I mean, they're an old group. Okay. So, and here's the kids, this is, I remember when I was little, I used to, let me let me just say this to young people, okay? And this is why it is important for me and this show, and me as I grow older, too, you know, because I'm getting older. And it is important for me, one of my messages is that the, that the world, the world is a place that is beyond, you, we focus on youthfulness a lot in the world, and this is the way of the world. It has been for years. But my, 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 one of my goals is to that we value life at every stage. I hate people devaluing. A, I hate ageism. I hate. Uh, 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 any of that that kind of energy, I don't I don't like it because I'm a person that believes you you work your lifetime, your lifetime is your work. I mean, you know, and even in the Word of God, I mean, when Moses led the people out of Egypt, he was 80 years old. Okay, he did his most work in his in his older years. Okay, so for me, it just that to me shows that. As long as you're alive, you have a lifespan to work or to do what God has called you to this earth to do. So I hate the the attitudes of ageism and who's that and how they win and everything. I like that the Grammys. I'm hoping that the Grammys stay focused, not focused on much on much on as popularity as they do great songs like tonight when Bonnie Raitt won. Over uh, what well, she won record of the year. I gotta look back at it, but 
we'll talk about that in a minute, but I love that they did that because she's she's been always a great singer, songwriter, or whatever, even though it's country it's country music, but a lot of people, young people are like, Who is that? She who's that? I mean, it, it's it's just like you should expand your palette. The the world it's not just about you. The world is going to include everybody. When you, you you're young now, but one day you'll be the leaders and you'll be older, but the world will still be shared with old mid, old middle age and young. You you'll never be on this earth just completely by yourself, okay? And you don't want to. You don't want to ever be without the wisdom of elders, okay? So um, getting back to what I'm saying is, because I like that the Grammys tonight kind of did a little mix. A mix. Here's, um, how can I say this? Here's what uh, what I, I didn't like people Saying that on Twitter, I was looking on Twitter on some of the tweets and people saying they didn't know who certain such and such was. And I remember when I was young, I used to do that stuff. I would get mad, but my, I come from a family, a musical family, so I would get mad when I see people when the popular people didn't win the Grammy. I'd be like, I know I ain't win Grammy. And I remember my grandmother used to say, uh uh-uh, uh, uh uh, no no no. Do you know what them other songs was? Uh, <laughs> that been nominated And I'd be like A couple of them I didn't know She said well you better listen to them Before you try to make that decision She said it's all kind of music out here And your favorite may not be the best <laughs> Right So because I ha- I have a musical family That my grandmother was like Hey we love We black people We, we, we love black music But we also expand our musical palette In this family because we musical we don't just listen to uh, one genre. <laughs> My great grandparents used to the country, everything. So, uh, so, so, so I learned that music, because you're popular, doesn't mean you're the best artist to win. I know the Grammys have failed with that by always giving Beyonce uh, uh, crazy nom- uh, crazy awards in the R and B category that she didn't deserve. And a lot of these popular other artists that didn't deserve it because they, you know, because they want to appear hip, but they did a disservice to you and your musical and your musical uh, your your what you perceive as great music, and they're robbing a lot of youth of under, uh, I, you know, each generation the music gets worse. From my grandparents' generation on down, the music has gotten progressively worse. No, even in my generation, there was there there was it was the '90s was a great time, but starting towards getting towards the 2000s, it started being shitty. Right? You know what I'm saying? It was like it was too much sampling going on. It was too much of other stuff. So music was getting progressive, progressively worse. I would say that we're the last cross generational. Musical people That's why the 90s A lot of people like to focus on the 90s Say the 90s was the best music Because we had a cross generation I mean when we were kids In my 20s we were listening to people like Boney James, Kenny G Y'all don't do that no more (laughs) Like I don't listen to Like instrumentals and jazz and stuff And stuff like that So And maybe that's because of the older influence because we had, you know, just the, you, has, you you might, we also listen to the youthful music, but we also 
We listen to our our parents and grandparents, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, Isley Brothers, and stuff like that, because you had to. If there was a party going on, the older people was controlling the music. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't just throw on your iPad. You could put, you know, you got to put on your Walkman after. <laughs> That most of the time you was you was listening to what everybody else was listening to, right? So I just feel like you guys have to start learning how to um, how to not diss every category because your favorite doesn't win in that category. You should be able when you don't see that, explore the other songs to see, you know, hey, maybe. They shouldn't have won. Maybe they weren't the best. Just because they're popular and they hit, they made it on Billboard uh, 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 doesn't mean that, uh, and they played them on the radio doesn't mean they're the best. I mean, tonight, one of my favorite artists, guy artists I've been raving about for the longest, Kevin Ross. I've been telling y'all, when y'all hear, I've been saying this for the longest, when y'all hear Kevin Ross, on the real, Kevin Ross is way better than Chris Brown. Anything Chris Brown has put out in the last decade. This little boy, he's not known. I mean, he's not known in the mainstream like he should be. Dope. Oh, my God. I just feel like they, I feel like they're missing it. I'm like, oh, my God, how are they missing this kid? Like in his, in, in his prime of music. And speaking of Chris Brown, Chris Brown was nominated for awards, and I'm going to get there to that in a minute, and his his little reaction because he didn't win. I got to talk about him in a second, okay? We have to talk about him, okay? But uh, also the performers was, uh, they did uh, Jay-Z and, what was it, Jay-Z, Rick Ross at the end, DJ Khaled, Lil Wayne, John Legend, uh, somebody else, I don't know. They They did this weird... Last Supper looking thing in the middle of the street called God. <laughs> a lot of religious things. Um, I don't know what I thought about that. Okay, <laughs> there was the uh, and then there was the fiftieth. The, to me, one of the best performers of the 50th uh, anniversary of hip-hop. I love they brought, I think everybody was out there. I think they gave Buster Rhymes, like, Buster Rhymes had a long time. I was like, I love Buster's performance, but he was too long. I would have preferred y'all give, uh, y'all would have gave Rakim, Rakim more time. Rakim is like the greatest rapper who ever lived. Yes, greater than Jay-Z. Rakim is, should be number one, okay? I always say that. But uh, him and KRS1. That's just, no, there's no arguing that. Um, however, uh, I I love the salt and pepper. Uh, you can tell has it started like when they started all the old school hip hop. Everybody was in their seat, and then when new school came out, I hope new school noticed it. The crowd went just kind of dead. That's how I felt at home too. He was like, ooh, ooh, who? Listen. I'm going to say this because a lot of people are going to lie and say, well, it's your generation and how you express yourself. They're going to lie to you. No, fuck that. I'm not going to lie to you. Y'all, y'all, hip-hop is almost a done deal. Y'all fucking it up. When it got to the new artists, people was literally like, even the audience was like, ugh. 
Y'all just putting out bullshit now. You could tell the difference when it went you from iced tea, all them people coming on down the line, and it was doing, they was going through all the little, and when it got to new school, I mean, it literally went dead in the building. I think the last great hip-hop was Generation X, maybe a little bit of the millennials. It's done. Hip-hop is probably at the, like, it's not going to die out, but hip-hop in its most purest form has died. You now are, you remember Brown Sugar, the movie Brown Sugar, and they had that group called the Dalmatians? We're in the age of the Dalmatians. We're going to have to be honest. You guys, you new school guys, you're the Dalmatians. No, this is true. This is true. Sidebar, Will Smith. Will Smith. Sidebar to Will Smith. Will Smith, you won the first Grammy Award, which you protested when you won it, because the, they weren't having the Grammys years ago. The Grammys wasn't putting the hip-hop awards on TV. But, Will Smith, you won the first Grammy Award. I don't know tonight why you didn't perform. Will, this is the kind of shit you should be doing. You shouldn't be going around on no more apology tours. Quit trying to be fake humble. Now, now you need to go out here. Will, you should have been there tonight. You should have had fun. You should have been at the Grammys. I don't know if the Grammys didn't invite you. I don't know what happened there. But you, Will, you such a big guy. You didn't slap somebody at the Grammys, so I'm pretty sure the Grammys would have let you come there. It, it, it would have been neat to see you, you and Jazzy Jeff, because you started it. You were guys were the ones who started it all with winning. It would have been really neat to see that. And it would have been neat to see, because you know what, Will, I feel like, what you got to lose anymore? You that that good boy image you had is it's gone. Like have a little fun, Will. Jada kind of fucked that up. She let us know y'all was really in an open marriage. Red table talks done fucked that up, okay? Will Will Red table talks has fucked up the good boy image, okay? We know you got some shit going on, okay? And that's okay. Everybody do. So come out here and have some fun. I would have loved to have seen Will perform tonight. That would have been dope. Will, you need to let the movies go for it. Have some fun. Get out here and perform and do, I mean, have an old school tour or something for a couple of cities or something. But get, you got to stop. Quit trying to be so serious. Stop. Loosen up a bit. Damn. He should have been on there tonight. It would have been neat to see Will Smith. I just was thinking about that as they were performing. I was like, dang. And I love when they have Public Enemy come out. All of that is great. But I'm going to tell the new school the truth. And the old school rappers have done y'all a great – oh, and I love Wu-Tang Clan. When, when Wu-Tang came out, well, Method Man came out. Method Man. Method Man is – he has had the most come up. Method is fine. Method, what he had on everything. I was like, damn. He had me Method. Method came through, okay? Oh, my God. He did that. But, um, yeah, I, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I loved it, but the old school is like, the old school doesn't want to seem like haters. But your job, older people, is to tell the truth. You're to guide the younger. 
not not be not from a jealousy standpoint, but to guide them. You're there to guide them and to be you 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 you. Listen, let me tell you something. I don't buy. They always do this to older black. Uh, Paul Mooney used to talk about this. How you know? I think it was Paul Mooney. Was Paul Mooney the uh, comedian? He used to talk about how they always want to throw away. Uh, uh, black artists when they get a certain age, but uh, Rolling Stones and uh, YouTube and <laughs> and the beat when the Beatles were out and all them could be out here performing at ninety five and ain't nobody betting not nobody say shit, <laughs> right? And Chili Peppers, all them pack out arenas, everything, and it's that we try to make hip hop like it's just. Uh, what they try to do, what a lot of these um, uh, these artists have tried to do to R&B music and hip-hop is make it a young people's game. Music is not a young people's game. Music is a – music – and that's why I don't like about – you know, I don't like when people try to say, oh, they need they to these old people out here. I love to see Smokey Robinson out there because we go through every stage of – when you're a performer, it's not that – I heard an a activist or somebody say one time, and I like these people, but they, they have a lot of ageism in their stuff, and I don't like that. But they were saying one time, oh, you know, they got to get out the way. They too old and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's not how artists work. My grandmother is a gospel singer. She's 80-some years old. My grandmother still be at her church singing sometimes. <laughs> We'll get up and with the with the people and play and the PA, piano playing behind her there. She'll sit up there on her little chair and sing, baby, because that gift don't die, right? You know, sometimes it might get weaker, it may sound different, but the gift is still there, and you're gifted for a lifetime. So I love the idea of seeing older people come out and perform and still. Didn't nobody say nothing about Tony Bennett's ass being when he be out there running around there singing with Lady Gaga and shit. Y'all better not say shit about Smokey Robinson. I better not hear shit about none of the older black people that want to come out here and do their thing, perform, be on tour. We need to honor them. Because I see old ass, what's his name? If he come tonight, what's his name? Uh, what's the man from Rolling Stones? Mick Jagger's ass, he will pack out an arena with his old ass and dance his old ass dancing around and everything. Don't try don't do that to I hate people doing that to black artists. The only black artist that never really got done like that is Tina Turner. Okay, so but don't we gotta quit that. Black people we gotta quit buying into the stereotypes that they try to sell us on our own artists. While they try to uh uh, say hey, at a certain age you need to exit the game, or hip hop's a good age as a young people's game and stuff like that. Um, I don't know about that. It may have been a, 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 a started off as a youth game, but it it moves. You know, music moves. People get older in the game. Jay Z, what's day Jay Z's old ass? Jay Z's old ass was out there tonight. He sound better than anybody at the table. He was like, what is he? Jay Z's damn near pushing sixty. But he sound better than all them people at the table. No, no, no set facts. I mean, he was rapping. I mean, I, I'm not. I, 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 I give it to him. He sound better than anybody that, that rapped at, uh, at the table. <laughs> he damn near pick, pick, push a sixty. So I don't believe you got to push people out of the game because of their ages and stuff. And you should honor people uh, uh, regardless. I love seeing. 
the old and the new. But the the older people are lying to you, and they're doing you a disservice by telling some of y'all y'all doing good music. Y'all doing terrible. Terrible. Did y'all hear Queen Latifah? Queen Latifah actually came out with a song. She was singing about unity. It, it sounds so foreign. Like to my ears now because mostly I'm used to hearing about Coochie Cat now. My my coochie so good and I'm blah 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 blah. So I'm like, damn, I forgot about you and <laughs> you know because I still listen to hip hop. So I, but most of you girls are singing about the same shit. I mean, y'all boring. Y'all singing the same. All y'all tell me, everybody telling y'all us they coochie's good and we get it. We get that your coochie is good. I said that about Mae the Stallion. We get it. Okay, we get it. She must be pregnant. The rumors is, it's rumors out here that she's pregnant. I'm surprised because we didn't see her tonight. So I don't know if she is or not, but it's rumors out here. Side, that was a sidebar. But, yeah, we don't need, they're doing you a disservice, young hip-hop artist. And tonight you should see, you, you see the difference. The, these older artists sound so much better more well-rounded, more uh, enthusiastic, sound way better than you guys. It's scary. It's bad. You, it's they, A lot of y'all, they letting y'all in because y'all, and here's the thing. Let me say this, too, also to the older hip-hop artists and artists like Jay-Z and Puffy and them because they sold you a bill of goods. In the 90s, like the mogul thing like that, it don't, oh, my God. It's harder to happen nowadays than it was in their day. It really is, okay? And a lot of them dudes, let me tell you something, it's not, they're just not moguls alone. They have other companies and things behind them, and they sold y'all this bill of goods in the 90s. They were showing people popping bottles, spraying crystal on people and shit, Drinking Ace Respect. It was in the 2000s making you think some of y'all wanted to be rappers and some of y'all need to be lawyers and doctors and businessmen and plumbers. I mean, black people, we do got a natural talent for entertainment. That's God's gift for us. But some of y'all need, some of y'all ain't. A lot of y'all that's these, that be trying to rap, y'all not, y'all need to be taking a skill, going, uh, 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 go. Go be an executive. Go to school and get some business skill. And y'all like, well, Jay Z didn't go to school. Don't be- Jay Z. Yes, Jay. Listen, let me tell you something. Okay. Oh my lord. I- let me just say this, kids. If you think he dropped out of school, and you think he running in multi <laughs> dollar businesses without no contact. He might have a natural business skill, but trust me, he got other partnerships and everything, and he ain't what you think he is. And I will—I have to tell you so you won't be fooled, so you can get some education, you can learn so that you can run a business, so you won't be the face of white capital. Because right now, black people in America, they're saying by 2035, you will be broke. So these people is what, like, what Yvette Cornell and Antonio Moore have been preaching, talking about the decadent veil, that's what they are. They're making you think, they're selling you a black aspiration. 
But it's harder to get to them spots now. And unless you really gifted to do the work, oh, my God, you're going to get ate up, baby, out in these streets. Go to school or, or get a trade skill or, or shit. But stop letting them lie to you about being right. A lot of you older gatekeepers did this shit, and you know you gatekeeping now. You know you're making it harder for the new generation and some of them to come in and do quality work. You motherfuckers are selling off a lot of these rotten uh, uh, kids because some of this is going on too. Now, that's where I will get a little age issue right here where I'll talk about age a little bit. Some of these old mofos, Okay, they don't want nobody to get over them. They old asses, okay? And so they sitting up here uh putting in lesser uh putting out lesser uh talent to in the airwaves. They damn selves, okay? And they they wanna still be top dogs. Okay, you ought to be ashamed of yourselves. Or they try to hold them back. They they competition. First thing J. Cole could have did was sign with Rock Nation. He would have been the he would have been a Drake now. I said what I said. The worst thing J. Cole could have done was sign a rock nation. It is what it is. Okay? So some of these people, uh, they, they don't want to get the best talent. They out here, they got the worst talent because they know they don't want them to come over their old ass, okay? And if y'all need to be out here cut when somebody ain't good, you need to tell them. Don't lie. Y'all come from the era of great hip-hop. Don't lie to people. You say, no, I heard her rap. She don't, mm, that shit don't sound good. She need to either, either she need to go get a skill or she need to get better in this game. I can start telling people this truth. You day come out there. Oh, yeah, I mean, the new generation, you know, they're doing this. Yeah, you know, and blah, 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 blah. Just lying. You know they ain't shit. We seen it tonight. It was clear. <laughs> and y'all know it, too. Quit lying. And go out here. If y'all going to be out here and be record executives and shit, go find some better talent. It's kids all and and people rapping and doing well all across the, the place. There's people, somebody who do got a skill, when got, who's a plumber, a plumber who need to be rapping. And you got some of them rappers that should be plumbers. Shit. It's ridiculous. Okay. So when I get back, we're going to talk about the Grammy. Um, we're going to talk about more about the Grammy uh the Grammy nominees tonight, the nominations, the awards, Beyonce becoming the most winningest artist. Now, check this out. Let me tell you. Wait, sideboard. Let me get this. Do you know that her and her husband, yes, Jay-Z, have the most nominations? They are tied for the most nominations in Grammy history. be looking at this shit like it's real. Oh, God, I got to be the bad guy. Is my key to the Ramada Inn ready? Because I'm getting ready to go in, okay? (laughs) 
I have to tell the truth tonight, and people aren't going to like me when I tell the truth. It's okay. I'm okay. I'm okay with not being liked, okay? All right, so we're going to take a break. I'm going to play y'all's fave, Beyonce. I'll be back in just a second. Here's Cuff It, the album, the song that should have been released first on her album. <laughs> it's the CC Show. I'll be back in a moment. I feel like falling in love. Okay, 
I am telling you, I'm, I like Beyonce. She's just overhyped. This is a woman who has not given. I said she's Michael Jackson without the thriller. I tell y'all this all the time. But you know what? They going to get so mad because somebody's into this show because I see some advice being taken. Oh, yeah, I see some advice being taken. I don't know who the fuck listening, but I hear some, see some advice being taken. Let me just say this, because I know right now when I keep saying it's Michael Jackson without the thriller, they might get so desperate they go out there and try to uh, create a, uh, Beyonce had a hundred billion streams. <laughs> they motherfuckers might get so desperate they try to go buy 10 million albums. <laughs> no, because this is the truth. There is no thriller. There is no, there's no, there's not even people passing out on stadiums. Oh, they're going to fake, they're going to fake. It's going to be people fat passing out of that arrowhead and, and and where it's like and she's at Arrowhead in my hometown and in uh, and, 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 and Dallas Cowboys uh, arena when she comes all these places uh, uh, all these big arenas when she plays oh and when she's gonna probably play half the arena so they're gonna make it sound like it's an arena tour she's only gonna do half of it I bet and they're gonna make it like people fainting and stuff like that oh I can't wait for this. they're probably gonna start they probably gonna start setting up people in the audience fainting. <laughs> Now ambulances outside because a lot of says there's I don't have any I don't have any Michael Jackson status I'm not like I need people fainting. Oh, trust me, it will all be faint. You do not deserve this hype when you are not that. If you haven't served sold 150 million albums, hell no. Okay, sorry, it's all hype. 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 <sighs> Let's talk about the Grammy. Uh, <laughs> I haven't even got to her yet. I'm so, I, I can't wait to get to her. <laughs> okay, it says, uh, let's see, what, is, what, what do we have here? We have uh, the complete list of the Grammy winners. Okay, record of the year. Uh, Don't Shut Me Down, Abba, Easy On Me, Adele, Break My Soul, Beyonce, Good Morning Gorgeous, Mary J. Blige, You and Me on the Rock, Brandy, uh, Carl, Fisher, Lucas, Lucius, uh, Woman, Doja Cat, Bad Habits, State, Steve Lacey, The Hearts, Part 5, Kendrick Lamar, About Damn Time, Lizzo, as it was Harry Styles, and Lizzo won About Damn Time, okay? Um, album of the Year, yeah, I think it was Voyage, Adele, uh, A Bad Bunny, Beyonce, Renaissance, Good Morning Gorgeous, Indie Silent Days, Brandy Carlisle, Coldplay. Listen, Beyonce did not have a chance with any of these these people. I'm really serious. Most, most of them had a more solid album. Renaissance was not a good album. Oh, and sidebar, I did did y'all see what's his name come up there tonight? What was he he so he was being he was tacky. I'm like, this is the Grammy Awards, motherfucker. You don't do that at the Grammy Awards. See, this is when people don't know how to act in front of company. Black people sometimes like I'm like like you say when you say stuff when he the dream he came up there to get Beyonce's award and he like uh, niggas niggas be on CP time I'm like huh like just the Grammy Awards mother like you can say that amongst black people family if it was the Soul Train Awards it was our awards we be laughing and shit we get it because it's our shit. Even at, you can't even say that in the NAACP Awards, but you hear you are at the Grammy saying that shit. I'm like, if you don't sit your monkey ass down. Oh, terrible. I hated that. He think he, ooh, he think he the shit too. Beyonce here to make, 
Beyonce making him feel good, okay? Because she writing, he writing on them songs, okay? Them Beyonce songs. But Harry Styles ended up being the winning child, and I don't understand that either. Because really, I see a couple of people on here that probably could have been better. And really, I, to me, I, I, I really hate Mary J. Didn't win something like this because y'all really like that damn song, Good Morning Gorgeous, okay? Um, song of the Year, just like that, Bonnie Raitt, which I, I was glad Bonnie won. I'm glad she deserved to win that, okay? Um, and she said she was surprised. Yeah, because being an old artist, but she's still one of the, the dopest artists in history, okay? Her music is dope, so she's still one of the, uh, so I'm, yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Um, best new artist, Samara Joy. I like this choice. She sounds a little bit like Phyllis Hyman, and it's a different genre. Listen, kids. When you hear another person win, uh, go go listen to them. I mean, I like her voice, okay? Um, and uh, listen, I want you younger people to be the most expansive group in music, like to get past pop music and shit like that. Which let, let, let me stop for a minute here on Chris Brown. Should I? No, I wait till I get to Chris Brown. I wait till I get to that category to get on Chris Brown. Okay, best pop solo performance, Adele. Now, notice something, okay? A lot of black artists, except for Lizzo, are not nominated in the in the pop category who should be. Beyonce is one of them. Renaissance has some R&B elements, but it's mostly a pop album. It has no business in the R&B category. I would say Cuff It and a couple of, like, Virgo's Groove or something like that, but not that other shit... Pop, it should be in the pop category, okay? Um, best pop, just because you black don't mean you should be up in the R&B category all the fucking time. It's just ridiculous because real R&B artists get shut out of these that should be there because y'all putting them in the wrong categories at the Grammys. I thought you mofos were supposed to know music, okay? It said, But it says best pop duo group performance, Unholy, Sam Smith, Kim Petras one, okay? And I'm always, this is what the rumor, I've been told, like, rumors years ago, when Michael Jackson and Thriller was out years ago. Michael Jackson, like, won eight Grammys in one night. The rumor was they never wanted that to happen again because people, because he was winning pop categories or a B category, they was pissed, okay? They were like, a lot of, white, a lot of allegedly white people back in those days, it was in the 80s was mad because Michael Jackson was sweeping up, right? And so they was really upset about, you know, them. and so one of the rumors is that the Grammys never wanted that to happen again, so they started nominating people in other categories. That's one of the rumors. That's, I don't know how true the rumor is, but that's one of the rumors I heard. That people were really jealous of Michael Jackson when, which Michael Jackson deserved every fucking Grammy he won, okay? Thriller, let me tell you why Michael Jackson won. Deserves to win Like deserves to win for Thriller And stuff like Off the Wall and stuff Musically Those albums were geniuses It wasn't just that it was overly Yes it was a big They they put a lot of money behind the album They put a lot of weight behind Michael Michael it was a lot of money behind Michael A lot of weight grew out of Michael Probably a lot of payola and shit You know what I'm saying But listen it still was a great album. Quincy jumped to go for Michael to go get Quincy for Off the Wall and 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 Thriller. Let me tell you, you better look the fuck up who Quincy Jones was, because Quincy Jones is one of the greatest 
musical composers, producers of all time. The people he's worked with, how the the music Quincy got. Quincy just gets music. Musicians. He's a musician too. Quincy gets it. He didn't go get no punk. He didn't go get nobody that can make beats real good like y'all little motherfuckers do Chris Brown and all y'all do nowadays. No, he went and got Quincy. And said, Quincy, I want the I want to be the best. That's why he went and got Quincy. You should hear the story about how Michael went, how Michael set out to get Quincy. Okay? Because Quincy was not the typical like pop guy, he he was he was he I mean he did other albums and stuff pop, but he was all in a lot of genres. Quincy's jazz, pop, all types of music, okay, across a, 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 a classics. Quincy's done a lot, okay. So Michael knew what he was doing musically. These are two genius albums, okay. So let's not act like my, Michael Jackson. Th- he was that guy, okay, and he deserved every lesson. He, and they probably put some money behind that too. Not like they was buying, like they buying today when daddies were sitting on the Grammy boards and 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 I don't know now husbands maybe maybe saying I'm gonna throw some Rock Nation at. Let me shut up. All I'm just saying is, uh, you know, it's y'all obviously doing some wild shit nowadays, okay. Uh, best traditional pop album hire Michael Bublé. Um, best pop vocal Harry's House, Harry Styles. Uh, best dance electronic Break My Soul, Beyonce. Uh, you should have known she was gonna win too when they put her ass on television because they ain't never put them award on television. Okay, you should have known they was gonna give her ass one. All right, and uh, Ren- best dance electronic album Renaissance. Uh, best Contemporary Instrumental Album, Empire, Snarky Puppy Winner, Best Rock Performance, Broken Horses, Brandy Carlisle Winner, Best Metal Performance, uh, Degregation, Rules, Ozzy Osbourne featuring Tony, Tommy, Tony Omoni, I guess. Uh, best Rock Song, Broken Horses, uh, Brandy Carlisle, Phil, uh, Phil Hansworth, I guess. Best Rock Album, Patient Number 9, Ozzy Osbourne. Shit, they giving Ozzy's old ass up. Best Sound Rock Album. <laughs> uh, best Alternative. See, but that's good, I guess. I don't know. You know, I ain't li- rock ain't been the stuff like it used to be back in the day. So I don't really know who rock singers are today. So I, re- I wouldn't know. I couldn't say if he was or not. Best Alternative Music Performance is uh, Chase Lounge, Wet Leg Winner. And I, and I like I said I love to see older artists win because it still shows that older artists is doing their thing. But best alternative music album, uh, Wet Lay, best R and B performance, uh, Virgo's Groove, Beyonce, Here with Me, Mary J, featuring Anderson Pot, Hours and Hours, Moni Love, Over Lucky Day, Hurt Me So Good, Jasmine Sullivan. I'm gonna tell the truth. I know y'all like Hours and Hours by Moni Long. I like Moni Long. She's different. I like her song Conversations too. Okay. But I'm going to be honest here. Mm-hmm. I really believe Hurt Me So Good or Virgo's Group should have got it. Because here's what we're doing. Sometimes a popular song should get it if it's really a great song and it's popular too. Because I feel like this is your this is the musician's cat- uh, uh, Oscars. So I feel like you should it should be hard to win these. Okay? I actually like Virgo's Group too. 
You know, I think Beyonce did a pretty solid R&B performance with Virgo's Groove, okay? Um, see? See, motherfucker? I like her. I ain't being mean. I just tell the truth on her ass, okay? Uh, best traditional R&B performance, Do For Love, Snow Allegra. Oh, God. Keep On Filing, Babyface, Ellie Ma. I really did like that song. Uh, I love that song, Keep On Filing. It's just, I like the whole feel of it, okay? Plastic Off the Sofa, Beyonce winner. Uh, Round Midnight, Adam Blackstone featuring Jasmine Sullivan. Good morning, gorgeous. I'm going to be honest. Oh, God, I like Plastic Off the Sofa. I really do. Okay, oh, I love, it's just a, let me just give it to Beyonce. I like that song. I, whoever wrote it, shout out to y'all, okay? Uh, but that little girl, Chloe, I mean, she sing the shit out of that. Beyonce, she sing that shit so better than you right now. That, I mean, that little girl, Chloe, sing that song. But I like Plastic Off the Sofa, so it's a hard call for me, okay? I'm going to be honest. Who should have got this to me? My personal opinion, Mary J. She should not have been shut out for this song because you guys made a backroom deal with Beyonce. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, uh, you know, no, it's just my theory. <laughs> okay, uh, best R&B song, Cuff It, uh, and it was up against Good Morning Gorgeous, Hours and Hours, Hurt Me So Good, Please Don't Walk Away. I actually agree with this, okay. Cuff It is, uh, she did a great, ass, this is a great, ass, this is, Cuff It is her greatest song to me since Love on Top. Love on Top is a good song, even though she oversings it. It's really good. Cuff It is a very good song, okay? Uh, even though it has 120 songwriters on it. <laughs> what is that? It's like, how many is it on there? It's like one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, it's like 10 or something shit. <laughs> but it's good. I really like it, okay? Okay, I like Cuff It. I, I have to give it. It was my choice to lead off. The, it would have been my choice to lead off the album as a hit. That's why I say she needs to hire me because I tell her funky ass the truth every time. She might not like me, but I'll be like, Bitch, that break my soul. Put that shit. You trying to get them dance things? You, you can get more if you release cover and then do break my soul to get in the dance category because it seems set up. It, it seemed like a set up. See, Beyonce, here's the problem with Beyonce. Cyborg. I got to do stop and talk about her while I'm doing it. Beyonce really wants to show that she's expansive. She really doesn't want you to believe she's a one trick pony, which she is. Okay? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry because she sold herself off as a one-trick pony, which is a like burlesque, sexy, um, uh, kind of fun party group. You know, we be all night and all that stuff and everything. Even though she adds little elements of musical things and, and, and songs and stuff like that, but it's usually Beyonce wants to, like, look like I'm expansive musically. I, so... So what she does is she goes out, she tries to prove herself. She's very insecure as a music artist. So what she does is she tries to she tries to prove herself everywhere. She'll try to make a song to specifically, let me go over into electronic dance and then put my story about my uncle on there. No, no, I'm not hating. I'm just telling the truth. So, so I can say, you know, I'm going to do something for the gay community, okay? But it's really her attempt to say, look, I can do dance hall music too. I like more than just thinking about, like, you know, like how great I am and bow down bitches and independent women and bootylicious. I can do a song 
about breaking people's soul. It's so contrived. It was so contrived. It's the, that's the problem with Beyonce. The problem is you don't go into the studio and think, great son, let me just make fun songs. Let me just have fun and make a great and, and try to make a great song. You go in there trying to, it just feels like they're trying to get awards all the time, trying to show that I am, I, I'm expansive. It's like this, it's like I don't go in, just, like Cuff It sounds like you went in and had fun. And it just turned out to be a great song. But most of the time I don't believe that about Beyonce. It, you can hear the contriveness of everything. Like Spirit was so contrived. I was so glad when the uh, Oscars was like, fuck Spirit. Because <laughs> you can tell she tried to throw that on the album to get an Oscar. And it's like, come on. Like, just do a great song, bitch. Quit trying to prove yourself. Just have fun with it. It's like so much. She wants to be something. I don't know what that is with her. I don't know if it's just her people. I don't know what is going on. That is just, and everybody can't see it because everybody, a lot of people are snowed, but I see it. It is like, I need to be the queen. Please help me. When they, every time when they have her dress, like, would they have her Marie Antoinette? I always see, I say, God, you're going to play out this Marie Antoinette thing, aren't you? <sighs> Anyway, best progressive R&B album, Gemini Wright, Stacey Lacey. Uh, best R&B album, Black Radio 3, Robert Glasser. Okay, let's stop with this. Chris Brown gets so pissed off because he's nominated for this. Breezy Deluxe, Chris Brown. Okay. He's nominated with Lucky Day and P.J. Morton. Chris, can I tell you you're the weakest in this and good morning, gorgeous, Mary J. Blige. Chris Brown, you are the weakest in this category. Robert Glasper won, Black Radio 3. Listen, Chris gets mad and puts out a poster and who the fuck is Robert Glasper? Like, y'all playing with me and saying all this stuff. Like, he was supposed because he thinks because he's the most popular, because little dummy, no, <clears throat> little kids go out and buy the album and stuff like that. And haven't caught on to that. He his album is literally his music is literally sounds the same for the last ten five to ten years. There's been no growth. He actually thinks he's that great, and it's like this is the Grammys are doing what they should be doing, giving it to. Except for to me, the Grammys is still also it's a little bit tricky in my opinion because you got Beyonce on one side looking like she's really that deep. And she seemed like she buying off Grammys over there, in my opinion. And so Chris Brown is saying he didn't buy off a Grammy. Okay. And maybe your people didn't give enough money. I don't know. Because remember a few years ago, you remember when that lady came out a few years ago about the Grammys, talking about the Grammys was rigged, right, one of them Grammy people, right? She was talking about how people be. And she tried to, then she came back and tried to make it, tried to say, well, not the big artists, the smaller artists. I was like, bitch, no, you ain't, the smaller artists ain't got that kind of uh, money. To be buying off, she tried to make it sound. She the, the 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 gig was up. She was a Grammy, a former Grammy exec, and she talked about how like they would be buying off awards and all. Where is, let me look that up. Hold on, let me let me look it up. I'm gonna have to look it up. So yeah, cause y'all be thinking people lying. <laughs> but most people missed it. It was big around the Grammys. Uh, Okay, 
There it is. Grammy Awards chief alleges the nominating process is rigged. In an interview with NBC News' Kate Snow, Deborah Dugan also described the Recording Academy as an old boys club where misogyny runs rampant, okay? This was back, this article was back a few years ago, 2020, okay? Let me see if we can put, listen to some of her. Huh? felt that it had an issue with diversity and transparency. And you wanted to change that. You know, I thought that I was the right person uh, to come in and to um, make it the best it could be. And so it was on the diversity uh, side, uh, but also on the transparency side. You're saying that in some cases, the nominating process has the involvement of people who have an interest in the nomination, people who, artists who might Absolutely. be nominated are in the room. Absolutely. And not just the artists, it's the, the mem people who have business affiliations with the artists as could well. Could represent the artists. And I will say, because this is really important, it's not the fault of the artist, it's the system that's broken. I was so shocked when I got there of the level of sexism and corruption that I found at the Recording Academy, a public not-for-profit that is there for the artists to represent them in this community to do service. It is this. And, and she told y'all three years ago that this motherfucker's rigged, okay? I'm just trying to tell y'all, the Grammys is rigged, okay? And she is still rigged. The old boys club is still in there. Beyonce went in 30 grand, 32 Grammys tells me it's rigged. But Michael Jackson and Prince and, and, and Luther and all these great R&B, child, please. If you think that girl done did 32, well, they count Destiny Child Awards, too. That's what they do. They count Destiny Child shit. Listen, and, they did, and Beyonce's daddy won't sit on the Grammy boards. That's what she's talking about. Where artists are in the room, you up here nominating your fucking, you like, I won't be nominated. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is why Drake and people like that are pulling out of the Grammys. Okay? So, and then she, she got scared because a lot of people started being upset because she was talking about the Grammys being rigged. Okay? And so uh, she's like, well, it was, you know, it's not a lot of the big artists, it's the small artists. I'm like, uh-uh, smaller little company, little record companies don't have that kind of money. Oh, no, it's the big boys playing those games. And even the ones that are nominated, okay, let me, let me just say this, okay, even the Robert Glaspers of the world, they get a little bit more pull. Sometimes you get up into a point where you get into the room. Like you, it's like a, like they still a part of the popular underground. Like Maxwell is kind of a popular underground. Like if Maxwell goes up against probably, let's just say, Rasan Patterson, okay? I'm just, okay, just, just hear me out here. Please don't get offended, whoever's listening to this show, okay? People who listen to my show, I know it's a lot of different people. Please do not get offended. I don't have a big audience, but I do get some audiences, okay? So, yeah, I know, okay? So, listen, don't get offended what I'm about to say. Rasan Patterson, okay, is a great artist. So is Maxwell, okay? But Maxwell is a bigger underground artist, okay? He's 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 not an underground artist, but he, Maxwell is a dude that could be A-plus, could be big-time. But he doesn't put out a lot of albums when he should. He doesn't come. He's not doing the pop artist thing. He's not trying to play the pop artist game. But he is still the biggest. 
in terms of that artist that's not a Chris Brown, but he still can pull like a Chris Brown, right? Like it's like you don't hear Maxwell around, but Maxwell has literally been on tour before COVID and after COVID. He went on tour 2022. He he been on tour almost a year and some. And before COVID, he was going on tour. With no fucking album within five or six years, he had no fucking. He didn't put no new albums out, okay? And he's he's people are buying his buying tickets in arenas to go see Maxwell. Maxwell's headlining shows, okay? So he's a huge. He's like, uh, how can I say this? Big but not big, okay? So Rasan can't play them venues like that, okay? Because nobody, even though Rasan is huge, Rasan got a huge, he's like real underground, and he got a huge, like, following Rasan is bad. One of the baddest dudes out there, okay? If Pretty Wings and one of his albums is nominated, who the fuck you think going to win at the, back in the those days? Sony's going to put all the weight they can behind Maxwell, okay? Just even just when he was with Sony, okay? Now he's with BMG. But they don't put all that because they big dogs, okay? Where Rasan, I don't know what he's on now, okay? Same thing with Robert Glasser. Robert Glasser is kind of like a, a somewhat like a mess. He's worked with a lot of popular, so he's kind of popular without being popular. You know what I'm saying? So there's levels to this shit. This is what I'm just trying to say to y'all. Okay, so there is more greater push from record companies, I'm not saying they didn't, some people didn't deserve them Grammys if you're popular. I'm just saying motherfuckers get pushed more and stuff like that. And you can get in the room. These Grammy Awards and stuff is more than about, it's a lot of politics going on. It's a lot of money being thrown around. It's a lot of shit happening. Okay? So, uh, and this lady is telling you, I'm going to put this, I'm gonna, this is going to be a throwback article. I'm going to put this article up, this interview up so y'all can see. The Grammys rigged. She talked to me, it was a few years ago, says the suspended chief executive of the organization behind the Grammy Awards claims the nominating process for music industry ceremony is rigged and clouded by conflicts of interest. Deborah Dugan, who was placed on administrative leave last week about 10 days before the ceremony, Painted the Recording Academy has an institution rife with corruption in which powerful industry figures exercise undue influence on who gets recognized for top music honors. She also described the Academy as an old boys club where misogyny runs rapid, okay? So y'all need to check that article out. It was in 2020. I don't know where she is now. They quieted all this mess down, but it's facts, okay? This is... This she came out and blew the lid off the Grammys, and they tried to quiet that shit up. Okay, uh, and she was the chief executive. Okay, so listen, y'all, I want y'all to be smart out here because you thinking you thinking that you picking Beyonce, but really they seducing you into Beyonce. I, like I tonight, I knew this was a launch for her tour. I know they're worried about tour sales. They just made it more exciting for you to go see Beyonce. And people who could afford it, because, see, most of Beyonce's, black people tend to support black people, okay? That's why Taylor Swift, when you sometimes see the whiter artists, white artists that are huge, it's hard for black artists when they cross over to cross over to those genres. It's not that white people don't like them or don't go see them, but sometimes it's like, 
black artists sometimes have a harder time selling their tickets very high or expensive because black people in America, the majority of black people in America are impoverished, in poverty. That's facts. And even more so with inflation and all kinds of things going on, okay? So she needs to appeal to audiences with money. This wasn't for you, uh, beehives, some of you who can't, black beehive, okay? Not all y'all poor, but I'm saying a lot of black people in America don't got the money, okay? Especially in this kind of climate, uh, uh, this um, this financial climate, okay? So she's trying to go after that audience who normally would say, oh, you know, they're going to be Taylor Swift people, right? Are they going to be this and that? So tonight she made her bid more exciting so they can come see her. Okay. Now I'm I'm going I'm, I'm going into what, what about the tour in a minute and why this was the launching pad for the tour. But um, let me go back to this uh, Chris Brown. What Chris Brown said about Robert Glasper was so dumb. It was so stupid. Robert Glasper is a great musician. A lot of people are saying Chris Brown need to call him up and see if he can, uh, if he can work with him. If I was Robert Glasper, I tell Chris Brown, "Fuck you." But I mean, <laughs> but even if he gave me money, you know what I'm saying. But but Chris Brown, he he was he was saying because he he doesn't know, he doesn't know. Robert Glasper is a great artist. I mean, he he is so musically talented. He's been around for years. Okay, so. It's sad to me for, you know, some, like, he thinks he's the best because he's the most popular. And he's like, well, Chris Brown, I need to get up on my music shit. I'm going to be playing the harmonica and stuff. No, Chris, here's the problem with you. Your music's subpar and it's one-dimensional. And what they did to you years ago when that incident with Rihanna happened, they should have let you take a break, and you should have took a break. And you should have set the fuck up for a while and went and studied and got yourself better, not just become, not just be a one-pony show, a dancer. You're not Michael Jackson. I know they tell you they, that Akon and all the motherfuckers was hyping you up, but Michael Jackson was more than dance moves. If you really study Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson was so different. He was, it was, it's, y'all, you'll never, there'll never be another Michael Jackson. You're not in the age of Michael Jackson. Don't go buy a lot of hype. And don't get tied up like Beyonce because you're going to be fucked. You're already probably tied up because you, I don't even know how you still popular out here with all the shit that you done did. So you're probably already tied up, okay? Here's what I say for you. Take a break. Get your voice together because sometimes you be having that electronic stuff over your voice sound shitty. And then sometimes when you hear you live, you don't be sounding that good. So go get your voice together. Get your musical chops up. Start hiring people that can really, that got real good music. Stop saying about hoes and bitches and, and traditional. Take some lessons from Maxwell and the greats, because really you're not better than them. Like, take some take some lessons. Like, you, they just hype you up because you can dance and you can pop lock and everything. But Harry Styles is out here beating your motherfucking ass. And he, and he ain't as good as you. Why? Because he's different. And he know how to appeal to the crowd. He got, he's something different. He ain't trying to be a fake-ass Michael, a fake-ass gangster Michael Jackson. Who's Michael Jackson wasn't no gangster. 
get it together, get character together. Then get your voice and shit and your musicianship together. And then you can come for Robert Glasper's ass. But meantime, sit your ass down and keep doing whatever you little pop lock thing. You shouldn't even be nominated in the R&B category. No way. You ain't really R&B. You do little elements of R&B. But you're not really. You, you kind of pop. You should have been over there. You should be nominated against Harry so you can see really how really yo how really you you ain't that. You ain't what you think you are. Harry Styles will let you know real quick the difference between you and him. Not musically, I mean not talent wise, but in the game. Okay. He'll let you know you ain't nowhere near Michael Jackson. As a matter of fact they was calling Harry Styles elect Michael Jackson. Why? Because of his out because of his ability to pack out arenas and stuff like that. Chris, you ain't there. Your venues are probably a lot smaller than Harry's. Why? Because he's he has a white pop audience. Not that black audience mean less. Black audience, you are the most dope, wonderful audience ever. You just don't got the money. So a lot of these black artists know that, and they try to sell, like I say, they sell black aspiration, and a lot of them, Full of shit, and sometimes like I, that's why I say. Here's what I say about Michael. I mean Maxwell, New Edition. What they and 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 I hope I don't know what the I don't know how the black the black promoters. I don't know. I hope they ain't backed by nobody else or nothing like that. But I admire them for for admire artists like Maxwell, Joe, uh, um, who was that? Anthony Hamilton. And New Edition taking a chance and going with the black promoters when this is the age of Live Nation and stuff like that. And really, what they I hope what they said when I was at some of the shows, that one I was in the one in St. Louis, and they came out and they were talking about how the money goes back to help people in the communities and stuff like that in the urban communities and stuff. I thought that was really dope for artists because, you know, it's hard for black promoters now. Especially back in the day, in the 70s, there wasn't such a dominance of, you know, Ticketmaster, Live Nation, and all that stuff. It, it makes it, you know, virtually hard to be like an artist that, I mean, a promoter in the way of promoting big shows. But I, I, I like that these artists came to them, you know, to the, the black promoters group, and they were able to do a successful tour, it looks like. So, you know, uh, a lot of these black artists will sell you down the river for Live Nation, okay? I'm just saying. And so, you know, uh, so a lot of that money, a lot of money you give doesn't get back sometimes to communities. A lot of these artists don't even pay no attention to how their communities are broken and broke and can't afford a lot of these tickets. Like Beyonce, Beyonce's tickets is going to be too high for her community. And that's why she knows that. That's why she and so she knows she has to appeal to that white audience. And so tonight what they did was they launched her for them from the Grammy Awards because the white audience is going to get excited because they're gonna be like, Oh, Beyonce, oh thing she's one thirty two. We wanna go see her. Right? So it changes the aspect that you know, suddenly they want to come in more so and support. Not that white people weren't gonna support her anyway. But more so she needs to launch herself there because the majority still of her audience is a lot of black people. And her tickets are going to be over the moon. Like like I told you, it's 30, 30%. You see more than 30% going to, to, to scalpers. I told you all my theory. Okay, so 
Yeah, so we'll get into her a little bit later, but I just wanted to put that on as a sidebar. Uh, Best Rap Performance, The Heart, Part 5, Kendrick Lamar. Best uh, Melodic Rap Performance, Wait For You, featuring Drake and Tim's. I thought Drake started to stop, uh, maybe because Tim's was in it. I mean, I thought he took his stuff out of uh, the Grammys. Uh, Best Rap Song, Churchill, uh, The Heart, Part 5. Uh, best Rap Album, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Kendrick Lamar. Best Country Solo Performance, Live Forever, Willie Nelson. See, Willie Nelson, old school. Uh, best Country Duo Group Performance, Never Want to Be That Girl, Carly Pearson, Ashley McBride. Best Country Song, Till You Can't. Uh, best Country Album, A Beautiful Time, Willie Nelson. Best New Age, Ambient, Our Chant Album, Mystic Mira. Uh, best Improv Jazz Solo, Endangered Species, Wayne Charter. And Leo Genovese, uh, Best Jazz Vocal Album, Linger Well, Samara Joy, who also won. Samara also won Best New Artist, uh, Best Jazz Instrumental, Terry Lynn. And I'd like to see jazz artists, more black jazz artists nominated, and I would love to see them be able to compete one day in pop pop areas. And like like Nora Jones and them, surprise it, like, like Esperanza Spild and did shit, like... <laughs> I love when y'all get mad. Like, how they win? And you discover somebody great, okay? But um, Best Christian Music Performance Song, Fear Not, My Future, Maverick City, uh, Music, and Kirk Franklin, which they didn't get to perform. Uh, Kingdom, Maverick City, Music, Best Gospel Song. Okay, so then it's a bunch of other uh, uh, albums and stuff that was nominated. God, it's so many categories. I'm not reading all these categories, but I just wanted to give y'all that. And I think Viola Davis won tonight, so she became an EGOT and all that. Okay, so we're going to go on break real quick, and I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about Beyonce's tour launch and why the Grammy Awards, I kind of already told, told y'all a little bit why I feel like the Grammy Awards is uh, her little launching pad for her tour. Shout I said what I said, okay? And, um, uh, we we're gonna talk about that a little bit more when we get back. Meanwhile, let me play for y'all. What am I gonna put up? Cause see, I didn't put none of the Grammy Award artists. I'm sorry, y'all. It is what it is. Okay. Oh, well, let's we can play. We can play Lucky Day since he was one of the artists. Okay, it's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. I'll be back in a few minutes. We're still talking Grammy Award review. Okay, be back in a moment. Don't let the moment pass you by 
listening to the Carolina Chadwick Show right here on Block Talk Radio. We'll be right back. All right, you guys, I am back, and we're doing the Grammy, I'm doing the Grammy Award Review, and we are talking um, uh, the Grammy Awards. You know, I tell the truth, okay? The Grammy Awards, I feel, is like, it, it, and listen, one of the reasons I was talking about Chris Brown and looking at Harry Styles and stuff, because a lot of black musical artists today are selling themselves out, black American ones especially, in ways, because you, you don't. You don't understand that globalization is not just coming for um, America. Like we're, we're, we've been in the age of globalism for a while, but now it's expanding. It's moving fast. It's coming musically for people, and so you have a lot of Black American artists who are not understanding the time, are not understanding where they're at in the game, and not understanding how important advocacy is for black American people, because if you don't advocate advocate for your people to, um, uh, for like things like reparations, for black people to have uh, uh, more access and more money, you, you will start to see as a black artist, you will start to feel it. Because your support, a lot of you artists, not all of you, but some of y'all mainly comes from a lot of black people. And so if black people ain't doing well, it's hard as a group to sell out certain things for yourself. That's why you see sometimes like a lot of these artists, a lot of things will be selling for them. They have business things going and stuff like that. And they, they, if you look at them closely, a lot of them are selling because not only is the decadent veil like as far as celebrity and stuff, um, a myth among like this idea that black America has, it has done so much better and everything like that. But it's also an illusion about how well black celebrity is doing because black celebrity is also struggling financially. They don't get paid as much as their white counterparts and white artists. White artists are able to do tours way differently than a black artist in America, okay? So so even for them, even ownership and all these things have to be addressed by advocating for the group, not just the individual, okay? And a lot of them, it's, it's, it, they be telling you, they think they, like Jay-Z thought, said one time, his presence, just his presence being there is enough. And it's like, no, no, it's not. That's why you bought that cheap liquor. And <laughs> the two ace of space and all this stuff. That's why I'm, just, I'm just saying that because there is no understanding of black America, black wealth, how uh, – how uh, slavery has affected us, how Jim Crow has affected us, the segregation and stuff like that. And these black artists better start understanding it because tonight I saw farewell parties for some of y'all. Okay, I'm just telling y'all, pretty soon they're going to be starting to put, I mean, you know, especially as globalization kicks in. A lot of you artists are going, you think you gatekeepers now. You're going to see yourself starting to dwindle away. Okay, and that's facts, okay. Okay. but let's see, what was I talking about here? Um, Beyonce. Okay, listen, this was clearly Beyonce's launching pad. Like I said, she has to get that other audience really in because, listen, 
Beyonce is going to make the majority of her money because you, a lot of y'all was mad tonight because Harry Styles won, okay? This is also part because you don't sit up in the power structures, Black America, in places like the Grammys and stuff like that. You sit, you got very few of y'all who sit there and most of y'all are gatekeepers and happy to be the only one. But eventually they're going to swallow you up too, okay? So... Black America, you don't sit up in those in these certain places and stuff like that. And uh, some of these very artists that you cheer for are gatekeepers and helping. They're they're also hurting other. They're hurting. They they they're glad they the only only things up there. Okay, listen, Beyonce. Here's my personal opinion: Why Beyonce did not win Album of the Year? First of all, Renaissance was not that good. Secondly, y'all didn't think it was that good because y'all didn't buy that. Buy it or stream it. Y'all streamed it, okay. Beyonce's album has not been – it's going to climb the charts tomorrow. Tomorrow I bet it be on top of iTunes, Spotify, all of them because of the big hype she got today, okay. This is going to be – this is her big hype. But Renaissance has not been doing that good. Last couple of uh, Beyonce's albums have been good. So y'all talk about renaissances, but y'all beehives, be, 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 you can't find you nowhere. When you be like, where y'all ain't supposed to be buying the album? Like the gift. I'm still looking for y'all. Did y'all buy even buy it? Did y'all even look at the, y'all didn't even watch the gift. Shut the fuck. Because beehives are the biggest lies. They didn't even watch the gift. What was it? The black, the black, the gift. They, it, it didn't even get in the top 10 in Disney. Disney lost a lot of money on the gift. The repackaged album. Hey, don't be mad at me. I'm just telling y'all the truth. Okay. I didn't even watch it and go. Y'all, y'all claim to be the B agency. I don't be seeing y'all. Y'all be, y'all, y'all be saying, oh, we like Beyonce. I think they seduced by Beyonce. It's more the performance. Because Beyonce is very pretty. I, this, here's one thing. I remember I went to a party one time. And... I asked, my, my husband DJ's on the side, so I asked him, I said, hey, you know what, hey, Beyonce. I asked him, and I watched all the women in the room. I just like the people watch. It was, I forget what video was. I watched all the women in the room just stop staring. It was like a seduction. It was crazy. It was kind of scary. I was like, oh, my God. And it wasn't really the music. It wasn't anything. It was a sedu- seduction because Beyonce's everything a lot of women want to be sexy, seductive, moving like a, you know, like a, you know, like a kind of like a guy. It's, it was more seduction. So I realized what her thing was in. It, I knew realized it was performance. She's a visual artist because she's she's pretty. She has to be seen, uh, and um, she has a seductive vibe. Because she's a burlesque dancer, most burlesque dancers. It's like a Josephine Baker, but Josephine is very seductive. Okay, so uh, if you don't know who Josephine Baker is, Google it. But listen, uh, that is what draws Beyonce in. That's why y'all go, y'all pay, y'all will go to see Beyonce in concert, but y'all don't hardly buy that album. Y'all don't hardly streaming and shit. <laughs> And then y'all get mad when she don't want to renaissance because y'all buying in the hype. Y'all seduced. Everybody else ain't seduced musically. Y'all not even seduced musically. Y'all just seduced by the look of Beyonce. And they telling you Beyonce the queen, Beyonce the queen, they are they are 
hypnotizing y'all. But y'all don't even believe that. Because you know why I know y'all don't believe that? Because y'all don't buy the record. Even Adele out there is believing Beyonce. Taylor Swift, too. You don't act like you. Don't act like this. So no, Beyonce shouldn't have won album of the year. Okay, and that wasn't the deal. I don't believe that was the backroom deal. Okay, yes, I believe there was a backroom deal. This is just Carlotta one-on-one theory. Carlotta's theory. There's no proof to this. No nothing. But this is how I think it went. Beyonce. Yes, the Grammys. Because you know the lady already told you the Grammys is rigged. Maybe sitting in the room. Beyonce's people, listen, we ain't giving you the album of the year, okay? This shit, you know this shit's, you know this shit's not doing well, okay? You know this shit is, to break my soul, it was okay, okay? I mean, you telling people to quit their job, and it's damn near a recession, okay? So you know your song and shit, but we understand. We get a payoff when you come and show up with your seductive vibes and everything like that. So here's what we'll do. You know you're close to winning uh, the most nominated artist. So we'll either give you album of the year and you don't win the best, I mean, the, the most winningest artist of all time. We'll either give you album of the year and you're shut out of all the others. Or we'll give you that most winningest artist of all time. Oh, what a devil deal. And she took the most women's artists from all time. Her people did. This is Carlotta one-on-one theory. No proof to this. Just my theory and my suspicions that the Grammy has a, has a back room and back room deals that go on. This was the deal. Beyonce knows what the fuck it is. She knows her music ain't good enough to be album of the year. Shit. I've been to so many Beyonce concerts. Let me tell you. I only see y'all sing certain songs in the out, all right, out in the audience. Really, you know, single ladies, it's an old one, crazy in love. But I never, like, I go to Mary J. It, the crowd is singing every song with Mary J. Waiting to exit, they know every song, all the words. Beyonce don't be doing it. Beyonce may stop every blue moon and people get crazy and blah, blah, blah. But most of the time, they not, they just seduce. They just stand there looking at it. <sighs> and screaming, yay, and dancing, doing their little booty shaking dance and stuff because they, they want to be her, okay? But most of the time, the music, you watch in the audience, man. They don't be really, they might be like, we be, I like to do, do, drunk and love because it's like a theme song or single ladies or something. But for the most part, I notice a lot of people don't know the words. They ain't really into it. It's more the seductive vibe of Beyonce, okay? Beyonce's music, they ain't all that to y'all. Y'all just like Beyonce, her looks, her performance, that she's seductive. She's not even a real, she's not even a dancer like Janet. She dances good, but Janet used to do full dance things with a little snitch of seduction here and there. Beyonce is all seduction. So it's all like, you know, shaking booty and being, you know, showing hip thighs and everything. It's so Josephine Baker with a little bit of Tina Turner dabbed in there. 
<laughs> y'all don't even know what's happening to y'all. That's why. And then, yeah, so y'all said it was a boy. She didn't win album of the year. Why you ain't been listening to it? Because y'all don't like, y'all, y'all really, y'all really just like the vibe of Beyonce. Y'all don't like her music that much. Michael Jackson without the piano. Or shall I say, not, I can't even say Janet. Janet without a control. Janet without a, 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 a all for you. <laughs> Janet without, <laughs> we go on and on. She just doesn't have it. And it's sad I have to come on and tell this. So tonight was over. Tonight it's like, hey, we understand your tour is coming up. The, all the, the big boys are in the room. They understand, hey, we've been losing. This is Carlotta's theory. No proof of this. This is Carlotta's theory. We, we understand we've been losing money on her. I mean, God, we've got to sell this tour out. God, we've got sponsorships. We've got all kinds of shit to pay for. You know, she can't go on stage like Adele and just stand there and sing. Did you see that shit in Dubai? You can't have that. Okay, so she's got to be fireworks, booty shaking everywhere, all kinds of things. We've got to seduce the audience. That's going to cost a lot of money. Yes, in, the, in these big arenas too. I mean, no, football arenas? Yes, yes. And we're not going to sell a full arena. Hell no. Probably half the arena, yeah. We're going to probably sell a little bit of the, the card to see tickets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So we've already got the scam going with the ticket scalpers, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are we going to get the white audience? I mean, you know, they, they, they like to, we get a, speech, a sliver of them. But how do we get grandmothers to come out with their grandkids? And how do we do all this? We hyper up at the Grammys. Let the Grammys be the launching pad, right? Let's make Renaissance like the big thing. Let's make Beyonce like this thing that everybody has to see in concert. Because we've got to get our money back from this. We're not getting it back from records. We're not getting it back. Nobody likes it at the movies. They don't go to see her. See what happened with Lion King. Oh, my God. And the gift. Oh, my God. Oh, black is king. <laughs> oh, we had to make two of those. I mean, we had to repackage it and call it black is king, and it still didn't do us any good. Oh, lemonade, yeah, it was, I mean, it was critically acclaimed, but guys, did we really make any money off of that? The tour was a good thing, okay? So, guys, we know where the money is, touring, okay? So, we've got to get people to, these tickets are going to be expensive. We've got to make the, we've got to make our money back. And we can't, of course, we're going to sell these tickets. We're going to tell the public we're selling them at two and $300, but we really need to sell most of these tickets at six and $5,000, and five hundred dollars in the rafter, at least thirty to forty percent of it. How the fuck are we gonna do that? Nobody's gonna fucking go see her for five to six hundred dollars, thousands of dollars. We've got to get that that those other people to come in here, other races, other groups. Yes, they like her, but will they spend their money on her? Well, we make them believe they have to. We launch her at the Grammys. The most winningest Grammy Award artist of all time. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. You've already cut a deal. <laughs> We're going to get our money back. We're going to get our money back for these losing fucking years, okay? If not, 
going to be a hard spiral on the way down. That's my imagination of what went on, that what goes on, and why Beyonce has to be launched tonight. And we have to hear the sickeningness of people going Beyonce. Who's been seduced and all that stuff? Because this was the launching pad, okay? And this and the cost for overheightness. When you overheight, they got to put a little bit more money in. Oh, we put a lot of money in the grab. Yeah, so we got to get that back. You, you know how much it costs to have come up with this Grammy Awards this year, probably? You probably cost them a lot of money. Okay. And that, now they got they got to hyper to get their money back. Oh, and she got to be, she got to do with this tour. Because remember what happened the last tour. Oh, what was the On the Run tour? Let's talk about On the Run tour. Was the On the Run tour? Let's look at that too, y'all. Because some of y'all be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. On the Run tour. Uh, let's see if I can close it up here. Uh, now, this is from Paris Hilton back, Perez Hilton back in the day. Did Beyonce and Jay-Z lie about selling out on the run to tour? Now, we know they have problems with the On the Run Tour Tour, and I'm going to find other articles for those of you who don't believe me to show how much Beyonce has been a dismal failure for investors. <sighs> Beyonce and Jay-Z are making a killing with their On the Run Tour, On the Run 2 Tour, but maybe not as much as you think. According to the new figures released by Billboard Box Score, the Carter Show in Minneapolis was Listed has a sellout with only 33,000 tickets sold. The problem, the venue actually holds 66,000. That's because they cut off half the arena, okay? Um, meaning either the stage literally blocked half of the U.S. Bank Stadium or more intriguingly, the power couple are trying to cover up soft numbers. The figures for their sold-out Detroit shows are just as shady. Four Fields has a capacity of over 65,000, yet their show was listed has a sellout with just 45 tickets, thousand tickets sold. It's like no one's rushing to see B and J, but uh, um, but yeah, um, he says, but will they really do that and all that stuff? Okay, but listen, this tour started off. People did not people were on the run tour, on the run two tour. Okay, it was because they tried to go out on tour without an album. And remember, they had to do go in the studio allegedly real quick and do that ape shit album or whatever to help their, their, their ticket sales. And remember, they started selling, putting on sale, allegedly, uh, those ticket sales uh, much cheaper. Let me see if I can remember that. See, I like to tell y'all because I like to make y'all remember so y'all can understand. Uh, so y'all can understand why, why I say stuff like this. And why I'm telling you that they have to do this tonight. Uh, let's see. 
I'm trying to figure it out. Let me figure it out. See if I can find my article. Yeah, but I'm trying to find. But they were a lot of fans at that time were claiming were uh uh uh. uh, uh, uh oh, let me see. I got that right. I think I get this wrong. A lot of the fans were complaining um, about uh, ticket prices at that time. Uh, the overseas, they weren't doing as well, um, and that was two of them together. Okay, so um, okay, and I think it was the third highest grossing tour of that year uh, when they did do it, and and they um, and you know they had to uh, a lot of a lot of the. Rumors were they had to uh, bring down prices of tickets, all kinds of things. They were talking about they were selling out arenas, but they were not. They were only half the arena, and it would probably be this way pretty soon. It probably would be this for this tour pretty soon because Beyonce it can probably not sell out 65,000, 70,000 tickets, okay? But they really, uh, most artists can't, okay? Um and Beyonce, they really is probably going to be hard. It would have been hard for Beyonce to sell thirty thousand, thirty-five thousand, unless they launch her, give her a launching pad. She has not been promoting uh, Renaissance at all. She hasn't even released a visual to it. So this is this is the launching pad. The Grammy Awards is definitely the launching pad for Beyonce for this uh, for this tour. Everything. So this is they're they're putting their money behind this for her, hoping that she she can she can make she can make the sales because really the last few years they're probably uh, are pretty scared. Okay, they're probably pretty scared of what is really going to happen with Beyonce. Okay, and Beyonce has not been toured in a while. Okay, so they're hoping that Beyonce, she hasn't been on the tour by herself in a while, like just like four or five years. So they're hoping, they're hoping that you guys are going to go out, you're going to go out and drove, even in this bad economy, at least 30,000 of y'all and buy these fucking tickets. But I'm going to tell you this, Beyonce's not going to sell out 35,000 tickets at these arenas in this economy. It's going to look like she's going to sell out at first, Okay. Here's my opinion. I said this. This is my opinion only, my theory only, okay? No proof of this. I think a percentage will go to scalpers. Scalpers will keep a percentage so they can so they can help make that money, okay? Which will they take maybe get end up maybe 20, 30% of the tickets, okay? Um, I personally think it will look like a sellout at first, but it will not be. I think it's going to be hard to sell sell out arena unless you have them at tickets really affordable. Um, if sales prices are five thousand or six thousand there, baby, you ain't gonna see, you ain't gonna do it. Okay, yeah. Um, and if she does, I don't think it will be. She's going for a completely different audience. Um, we'll see. But I think that most of the sales, and here's what I'll tell you, too. I'll give you guys a tip. I used to work for Ticketmaster. If you're a big ticket, if you want to see uh, these 
like artists perform, a lot of times the best time to go get your tickets is right before the concert because a lot of art, even a day or two after the sale, when they say a concert sold out, go a day or two later to the uh, to the ticket office or go online and try to buy tickets or call them because a lot of times what happens is during the sales, on sales, people's credit cards might not have went through, all kinds of things may happen, so those tickets may release back into the system. Or sometimes when it's closer to the show, artists have tickets they hold back for family, friends, or somebody, sometimes like that, our promoters do. And they usually, if people can't come, they release them back out into the system, okay? So that's true. So I gave y'all a tip if y'all want Beyonce tickets. I'm telling you, in arenas, like uh, like on the run tour, on the run two, uh, they were acting like you're on the run tour, it's going to sell out. I was like, child, I knew that, okay? So I just went down like maybe a few days before, and I got my on the run tour tickets, and I was right up close. <laughs> so that's what I was just saying. I was just saying, you know, and, and, and at an affordable price, okay? So I I would just say, and the same thing I did when, when Kanye West, when we could see, no, actually my, my friend worked for a company, a corporation that had tickets when Kanye West and uh, uh, we went to see Kanye and uh, Jay-Z. They, he, he and we had great seats. So it's like you know, I, this. What I would just say is, don't be buying the hype. Okay, they're gonna try to make this sound like, oh, it's gonna go like Taylor Swift. No, Taylor Swift has a different type of fan base with different type of money. They're trying to appeal. This show tonight was trying to appeal to the Dale Taylor Swift type of fan base. Okay, so they can get. So they can try to sell out, okay? When you're dealing, when you're an R&B artist or a pop or a black pop artist, it's harder for you to sell out arenas than Taylor Swift or Harry Styles, okay? Race in America, okay? unless you're Michael Jackson. I mean, Michael, that's, that's to tell you how big Michael Jackson was, how big of a crossover artist and how much money they put into Michael Jackson to make Michael Jackson as big as he was. Because Michael Jackson could sell out the O2 Arena, I mean, 50 shows. He sold out in less than five minutes. That's believable for Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson sold over 200 million albums worldwide with one, one album. That's just one of his albums. <laughs> so it's, that's not surprising that he sells out that quick. These other fibbers who were who's only selling, you know, forty seven thousand dollars albums they first week and stuff, who can't sell albums now and it's a lot of word of mouth and streaming and stuff. Uh yeah, no. Taylor Swift and them still sell really good in the age of not selling records. I mean, you, you have them like break albums like platinum sometimes. Like unlike the black artists. I and it's because of financial difference in the fan bases. And it's not that white artists don't like black artists. It's just that sometimes it's, hey, they don't support them as much. For a black artist to cross over for, to the white side. Now, this tonight was to help Beyonce to con- continue her ascent to cross over, to make white audiences want to go see her and pay that big money, okay? It was not for uh, the beehivers. As a matter of fact, I don't know if she even really wants to depend on the beehivers. 
for this tour because she needs to sell. She needs to sell. She's had dismal, bad numbers and record sales. She's had uh, bad failures with the Blackest King, uh, uh, the last couple of albums, and subpar. So she's got, except for, you know what was a real success for her? Coachella. Coachella was great for Beyonce. I don't know how much it, but it was a great viewer. I think the viewership was great. And it, you know why? Let me just say why. Because it was Beyonce on her shit. Coachella is Beyonce. Like, when I saw Beyonce and Coach, I was like, yes, this is how you do it. Because this is who you are. You're not that other stuff. Whenever she tries to go into other lanes to prove that she's deep, it's always and these, these pro people who's behind her have to put all these, pump all this money behind her and just, oh, God, she try, she's trying to be, you know, she, she wants to be Sharday today or she wants to be such and such just now. Well, we got to have to fool them and tell them, make them think she's that great. <laughs> but tell them about a hype. It's so sad. It's sad. It is sad. Okay, so 32 uh, Grammys, I'm not congratulating because I feel like it was uh, it's a big old huge. Lie. <laughs> I mean, it's not a lie. It's out here, but I, I feel like it's built on sand, okay? So um, I and here's the thing. You know, it's... It, it, a lot of y'all think it's not that I don't like her. It isn't. It's just that I hate when an artist is overhyped because there are so many great artists out here who are – and I know Favor ain't fair. I know that. But this ain't a thing about Favor. This is a thing about uh, creating uh, kind of – it's like setting a fight. Like, I was watching last night somebody had on about uh, this boxer, this particular white guy that's a boxer who's setting up all his fights. A lot of people think his fights, some of his uh, fights are fake, but he has, like, a huge following and stuff like that. And I'm like, but you're rigged. This is how I feel about Beyonce and a lot of these awards, rigged. And I don't find it nice. I just decide, I mean, I can understand if you got to rig a couple, but shit. I mean, a five or ten, but this bitch is rigging like the last twenty grams. I'm like, come on, what the fuck? What's going on here? <laughs> oh my god! And then also tonight, I forgot to talk about this. Dr. Dre received the Global Impact Award. Now it is amazing to me. This is what I'm. Let me let me pause. This is not the dog, Dr. Dre, but this is why I'm saying about these Me Too movements and these. Uh, me too. Uh, what is the other movement? I forget what it is. But listen, y'all have not one. You go after who you want to go after in these things. Dr. Dre has a history. Like, I mean, listen. I mean, he's a great producer. But listen here, okay? Y'all trying to act like y'all didn't see his just. He he had that he beat up that girl B Borns years ago. He allegedly was kicking Michelle Lay's ass all the time. And then his wife was just complaining, his ex wife was saying he was kind of abusive to her and this motherfucker just got named the Doctor Dre received Global Impact Award. And they gonna continue the Grammy's gonna give him one every year in Doctor Dre's name. 
Now, I, I don't want to hate on Dr. Dre, but in the age of Me Too, this is what I'm talking about. This is this is the shit that makes me mad. Y'all giving this man, y'all gave him a whole award with his name on it. Like y'all couldn't find another rapper. Like Dre, I mean, you got a the reputation with the women is not so good. Doctor Dre is being accused of kicking people's asses. Okay, allegedly. Okay, and y'all don't give a fuck no more about proof. So it should be me too, right? Believe everybody. Why is Dr. Dre got a global impact? Dr. Dre's been able to do a lot of It's amazing. <laughs> but that means that people, these people, here's what I will say. This tells you about these awards and stuff. They go after whom they want to. It's, it's like, you know, why, did, why is R. Kelly in jail right now? His steam ran out. He wasn't producing anymore. No more money. So it's like, yo, we got to cover you. You up, Robert, you're not producing as many hits as you used to. Okay, let's pull out those little girls. We're going to put your ass in jail. Listen, I'm, I'm just saying, this is my thought, okay? Dr. Dre and them must be behaving for the powers that be, you know, the elite. But one day they may pull your card too. Oh, J.D., Hopefully they don't pull your cards. I'm sure there's a lot of them. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Ooh, that would be just a spiral that nobody wants to listen. They they got they got so much investment over there. You remember a couple of years ago they were trying to pull they they were about to get the room and the seat the Security and Exchange Commission Commission was investigating that Jay Z. Mm-hmm. They still got that card they holding. And see, also something that happened this year too. Remember on uh, on, and I thought I was like, he talked too much. Every time Jay Z, I'd be pissed off. We was talking about what's the dude from Murder Inc. And he was talking about they was looking at the wrong people while while they was trying the feds was trying to get him. I forget his name, the dude from um, uh, Murder. He used to be over with Irv Gotti. He said he said while they was looking at me, Jay Z was heading up I ninety five or something. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? He was saying a mouthful of this. Okay, so listen, my, not that the feds ain't listening. And some of y'all already think Rock Nation the feds because of who runs Rock Nation, some of the executives at Rock Nation. I don't, I don't know. I'm just hearing what y'all be saying out in these streets, okay? So Jay-Z, y'all, y'all be careful out there because he's taking all these deals and stuff because, boy, when the devil come to collect, yeah, you got to make some deals, but when you make too many, when he come to pull that card, it could be a, a Art Kelly card. So directly, still, don't pass us. Don't take too much, kids. Because it looks like y'all in beef. Ooh, it looks like they in beef. Tonight told me all I needed to know. I said, ooh, they in deep beef. Deep Beyonce got to set out these tickets, okay? Telling y'all. Dr. Dre, you too. Ooh, they gonna peel them women be the cards one day. They gonna, it's gonna be more women coming in. Uh, Dr. Dre, I, uh, I didn't tell anybody. He used to beat me up. I'm just telling you, you know, shit. 
Don't pull no cards. You better be able to keep it, keep on paying. Y'all better know y'all better be keep be able to keep on paying the devil. Okay? I'm just saying. Some of y'all ain't deep. I see it. Deep, deep, deep. 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 Beyonce, you too. Just deep. Girl, I know. I already see. I can see it in your face. And I, you got to say, like, ah, ah, Girl, I don't know if that was happy tears or if it was more like, shit. Whew. I done broke this record, but I was huh? What is they going to ask me for next? I got to go on these tours, all these cities. And they, but Lord, I hope they sell out or they going to have me in. I'm going to be in. I ain't going to be able to rest for the next two decades. I'm going to be out here at 85 seeing couples on tours. <laughs> Lord, I don't want him to Michael Jackson. Oh, Beyonce, you, ooh, you in deep, deep, too, because you, you the Michael Jackson without the thriller, baby. Oof, I don't know how you can in the Lord, I, no wonder Jay-Z selling Rock Nate Ace of Spades and Chicken Wings. What are you selling? What else he selling? What are you selling? Liquor? He's selling, is he, is he still doing the uh, the Over in Marcy Project? Because he's had them learning about crypto. All kind of shit, Jay Z got going. I see, I see, Jay Z. You juggling, boy. You trying to like, shit? I can. They whooping y'all ass. They putting y'all out here. I don't Nation, shit. All that shit. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all how Beyonce. What Candy said tonight? Oh my God, how did I forget? Y'all like, what about Candy? Okay, here we go. I've been talking shit. Candy tonight on E. I was watching E, the pre-party show, Candy, the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Candy, Candy, who writes, you know, wrote No Scrubs and, and, and Bills, Bills, Bills. Candy was talking about how she got her Beyonce fix. I was listening to this shit. They said, how, you know, you already got your ticket? She's like, get what? She said, I have season tickets. Oh, I have season tickets at my, uh, at, for, for, for the, uh, I think for the Falcons, she's from the Atlanta Falcons game, okay, football arena. And they offered us to buy tickets, buy our seats for the show. Oh, there's the other scheme of how they're going to sell the tickets. That's why it's in arenas. Football arenas. Who does football halftime? Who the NFL executive? Jay-Z? The NFL, is the NFL helping Beyonce sell tickets out here by offering their season ticket holders a chance to buy their seats for a Beyonce show? Oh, shit. Oh, shit, shit. Oh, fans, it's looking less and less like you might get a ticket. Live Nation, NFL, oh, Beyonce, oh, you're just getting tangled in. You've got so many of them. You got Live Nation, you got NFL, oh, my God, you did good. Why just think about what they said your daddy said years ago when Live Nation came to him, allegedly. You know the alleged story of Live Nation wanting to get in with Beyonce. 
Do you, know, you guys remember that story? I don't know if I remember it, but it was a lead story I hear, a rumor. Let's talk about it. Remember when, see, I like to untangle the web so y'all don't think I'm just out here talking crazy, okay? This is according to HoustonCultureMap.com. Matthew knows a stiff live nation set him up whereas he really didn't steal from Beyonce. Turns out that Matthew knows there's a fight being fired from his pop superstar daughter, Beyonce. And he's come up with a doozy of a conspiracy theory. Is it really a doozy of a conspiracy theory? <laughs> to make his case in a battle that only figures to get uglier for Houston's most prominent celebrity family. This was this article's written years ago. It says Matthew knows filed a petition in Harris County Monday charging that the rep from concert promoting giant Live, Live Nation told Beyonce that he had stolen money from Beyonce on her most recent tour. Celebrity gossip specialist TMZ Force reported the news in a legal filing. In his filing, Matthew Knowles maintains that the theft charges are absolutely false and that Live Nation made up allegations in order to gain control of his daughter's mega million dollar career. At that time, sidebar. Jay-Z, who was, I think, her boyfriend at the time, or he was getting ready to be her husband, or he was me her husband, had like a $158 million deal, $160 million deal with Live Nation. We're going somewhere here. He acknowledges that in the petition that Beyonce hired a law firm to conduct an audit, and that that audit concluded that uh, concluded he took money that wasn't rightfully his. But Matthew Knowles argues that the results of the audits were flawed because they were based on false information supplied by who? Live Nation officials. Papa Knowles goes on to charge that Live Nation reps told Beyonce that her dad was taking money after the company failed to secure the rights to her worldwide tour. He is asking the court to let his lawyers take depositions of various Live Nation officials, which would set the groundwork for a possible uh, lawsuit. Uh, okay, now, Matthew also, the story goes with this. Matthew was doing good on his own, they say. Now, remember, Matthew had Music World and all that shit, right? Okay, who knows? Matthew might have been doing a little shady shit. Who knows? He created fucking Beyonce. Why not? <laughs> okay. So Matthew, so I don't know. I'm not saying he did or not. I'm just saying. Matthew, they, the rumor was that Live Nation comes to Matthew and says, hey, we like to, you know, secure the rights to, be, you know, to get Beyonce to go on tour. And Matthew says, no, we don't need you. We don't need a middle man. Because Matthew had already been, you know, he always already was sitting on the head of the Grammy board pulling tricks and shit, allegedly, out in these streets, okay? Right? So Matthew's like, fuck you, Live Nation. I'm about to, I'm trying to do this shit myself. Okay? I can handle this. We don't need her to take no money that she really, she really can't handle. I'm going to do this shit. We don't need no middleman. We don't need you, you pumping into the shit. We owe your funky ass. Okay? And they said, wow, oh, okay, that's how you going to do it? So they go to Beyonce, like, how's your latest numbers on your tours? I mean, you know, allegedly. This is a rumor, okay? Beyonce's like, oh, 
So they tell they tell this thing about her daddy's feeling, okay? But also the offer is probably this is my opinion, just my theory. Quite a lot of one on one, no proof of this. Beyonce, your twist can be so much you know, so many bigger artists. Let us let us help you. Your dad he he should have been doing this. Oh my god. It's a, it's it's old as remember Joseph with Janet and all it's old shit, okay? Let's help you. Remember Michael, they did this to Michael. Michael Joseph is a good man. He can't handle your shit anymore. In the end, Michael was like, Joseph, my Joseph, they try to make me do fifty four days, please come out. <laughs>
Initially, he thought he was agreeing to just 10 shows from July the 13th, but he was. Uh, it claimed singing in a con- signing a contract that could tie him to indefinite dates. The series was then ballooned to 50 shows under the terms of the agreement. Michael 50 was said to be liable for all costs of staging and would not get paid until they were recouped. Ooh, mother. Listen here. Here we go. Let me just explain something to y'all, okay? Let's stop here. I'm trying to help you beehivers, okay? Pray for your girl, okay? I'm really serious. I ain't, I'm, not, I'm not hyping nothing up. I'm really telling y'all the truth here. Michael Jackson used to sell out motherfucking rings all the time, okay? Michael Jackson was still selling records. Not as much as uh, Thriller. He could never fuck with that. But he was still selling records. You see these motherfuckers talking to him? We, you don't see how they talking to him? We want all our, you're going to have to pay for this tour until we get, uh, we get all our money, until we finally get our money recouped. You know all the money they had made off of Michael Jackson? In the end, all the money. Listen, can you imagine somebody who ain't making no money? Who they losing money on? Girl, you're going to be out here dancing at night. Beyonce, you're going to be out here dancing at night. He called it, uh, they said, Dylan claims Jackson panicked about the shows and was so, uh, what it says, tragically, Michael's short-term residency at the O2 Arena had been turned into a life sentence. Uh, Dylan claims Jackson panicked about the shows and was so obsessed with insomnia, begged his doctor, Conrad Murray, to knock him out with scissors and pain uh, the night he died, Okay. He was already hooked on profile, okay? Jackson made the physician, oh, let me see, I'm trying to find that. Pass it. So Michael was just trying to find stuff to sleep because the tool was worrying him. I'm just trying to tell you, this is somebody who made the money. I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to stop Beyonce. Whoever it is got you sounding these crazy ass shit, you do you got you doing all this hype shit. I'm telling you, I'm trying to I'm, girl, I'm I'm hoping for you. It's hype, it's extra hype out here. It's extra hype. And you getting in that where you in that where you at you ten years from where Michael was, bitch. You ten years where you at forty? Well, maybe forty five, I don't know. Forty, you ten years in, in, in so many years, you ten years from where Michael was. Ten years. You ten years. Listen, I want you. Listen, she's ten years from where Michael was, and she has no thriller. But she getting hyped like she got a thriller. She been in movies. She promised to sell this Disney. Disney paid her. They said seventy million dollars. I know Disney lost money on that Lion King. I mean, I went to go see it. I couldn't even. I was sitting in there. I was like, uh, uh-uh, Beyonce can't be no. Y'all can't have Beyonce playing in Simba. What was that little animal they had Beyonce playing? I could barely stand it. I was like, Simba. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. The only movie I could kind of tolerate Beyonce in was Cadillac Rampage. I mean, it was, it was, I, it, I know they was losing money, okay? I know they had. I just, they couldn't. The gift didn't sell well. 
Then they repackaged it and made it black again. And in the end, Colin Joe, for help, to come and look at that those contracts. Joe had to bring an old school com- promoter, allegedly, to the uh, 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 to 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 the place and talk to Michael, talk to find, try to get Michael Apple's contract. Just trying to warn y'all here, because I see it coming. I see it. I, I just trying to help. I just I'm trying to lead to all the all the stories in the same. I just can't imagine what, how her story gonna be because it's right now it's all good. But I've seen the dismo the last several failures, and it's been a lot of money to promote them failures. Okay, if everything had gone according to plan, Michael Jackson would have kicked off. And this is from uh, MTV.com. Would have kicked off uh, his career reviving series of great hit shows at the O2 Arena uh, in London on Monday. Instead, Jackson's family and concert promoter AEG Live are trading barbs in the press on whether the three-year-old King of Pop was even healthy enough to perform any of the scheduled shows to say nothing of 50. Uh, I was worried about his health, yet Joe added, no artist can do those many shows back-to-back like that. And so I knew Michael couldn't do all those shows with some rest in between. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Michael's father, sister, and Latoya have proclaimed in recent interviews that they believe the singer might have been a victim of foul play. I do believe foul play uh, was involved, Joe told ABC. I believe that, yes. Another Jackson associate, former financial advisor, Leonard Rowe, who is not related to Jackson's ex-wife, Debbie Rowe, told Good Morning America that even though the singer appeared full of energy in a brief rehearsal clip, A.G. Uh, following Jackson's death, the star was not well and physically unprepared for the grueling concert series. Michael Jackson was not ready, Rowe said. He was not fit. If he could probably weigh in 110 to 115 pounds fit, no. Okay? This is how Michael Jackson who probably made them people triple times their money over, okay? And the end was treated. They was treating Michael Jackson like, motherfucker, you about to get out here and do 50 more shows. You owe us so much money, you going to do 50 more. You going to do them back to back to back to back to back. Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. It ain't got there yet. I hope you do. I hope on the, I hope this tour renaissance does well. Because this is going to be your next stop. Which we ain't gonna pay you. You better get out here. You wanna do a hundred shows in Vegas. <laughs> I know I'm making a VI tonight. <laughs> I'm just telling you how it is, baby. Okay? It's called show business. And sometimes the business shit ain't fair for the artist. Especially when you have been nominated for thirty, you've been given thirty-two Grammy awards without fucking reason. This is hype to create, so they could buy into your career, and you have not been a payoff. I know it'd be hype. I'm trying to tell y'all. I'm trying to tell you, Michael Jackson fans can tell y'all, and they was a payoff. Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson paid, Michael Jackson paid back triple. 
I can't imagine what's going on for her. Okay. And she already sometimes be looking like real. She be doing like she about to fall out like, no, like I don't want to go. She be looking like she, they, she, she been looking like, she been looking out here. So no, I am not. So no, I am, I am very critical of the Grammys and how they've hyped Beyonce and how they use this tour has her launching pad because this is, I mean, how they use the Grammy Awards tonight has her launching pad. This is exactly what it is, okay? Now, going on tonight, some other artists I've seen on, I saw SZA tonight. Let me just say this, okay? SZA, body for day. Listen, I'm going to go out here and run around the block tomorrow, SZA, about five times. I want to look like SZA this summer. SZA's body. Did y'all see SZA's body? My God. She is beautiful. Her, she looked great. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, and I love the outfit. Now, see, I had an outfit, something like that. I had a pants outfit, something like that, for my that last Maxwell show. But I want to wear a dress like that. Oh, my God. I want a concert or something. That dress was so hot. She messed up. Oh, my God. She looks so great. Oh, I love. Now, listen. Lizzie has been seven weeks at number one on the truck. When she came out of the class, was like, like, they was like, who's that? Lizzie. I mean, I said Lizzie. Lizzie. They was like, huh? They didn't even know who you was, sister. You've been seven weeks at number one on Billboard 200? They should have been yelling. They was like, who's that? Sister, be careful. Now, seven weeks at number one, remember what I just said. Hype, you have to pay for it. They're investing in you, and people will barely have night. Girl, get out here and do some podcasts. Make sure that album is selling. You know, keep it. Yeah, I hear a lot of people saying they like it, but seven weeks at number one, that's like big hype. I mean, you should be at the Grammys next year. You should be cleaning up, okay? At least get nominated. You should get the, get the NDI retreatment, okay? But don't let me see you out here seven weeks at number one. They don't even know who you are next year. And, and you barely selling out shows or something. Because when she came out, it was like, I heard one hand clap. <laughs> no, I was running there, but I was like, who's that? It was like clap fight. Who? I was like, she's seven weeks at number one. On Billboard chart. Billboard 200. Why y'all know who she is? Or why y'all clapping like y'all don't know who that is? I have no, I'm, I'm not going to have any friends. In the, in the, they're not going to like me. But I'm not, listen, in the industry, I, I'm, listen, I'm nice. I just, I just want, I just have to tell you all the truth. I don't, I know that Beehive be getting mad at me. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't feel the same way about your queen. I just want to make sure that you guys understand what it is, where, where this road could be hit. I don't want it to hit that way for her. I really like her as an artist. I really don't want to see Beyonce go down the Michael Jackson road. No, because I, I I love Michael Jackson, and I understood what was going on. Michael Jackson was and is the greatest entertainer, the biggest entertainer who ever lived. And he still couldn't get them people off his fucking back. So let alone when you buy hype that's undeserved. I saw her up there on the stage, and I said, she's looking like shit. 
And I could tell by the outfit she didn't know, you know, she she ain't for it because she came out the outfit and that's I was like, Beyonce, what the fuck you got on? And you had Rock Nation. I was like, what's going on here? I ain't seen you dressed like that since Tina was making the outfit. No, Smith and Tina. I know I love Mama Tina, but no, it's Tina. You and me, you know, Miss Tina like Maxwell like me. <laughs> Tina's Maxwell fan. I see you, Miss Tina. Tina love her. Miss Maxwell. Tina like, Tina like shit. I was about 20 years old. You know, that's like Miss Tina. I see you. I'm not throwing that fun. I'm like, girl, bye. Fun my ass. She like, fine ass. I know that's her. She's Miss Tina. I see you. Miss Tina, a hot mama. Even married. Here, I see you. I see you. I ain't mad at you. Anyway. Remember when Miss Tina was making the mouth fits? That's what Beyonce looked like tonight. Did Miss Tina make that tonight, Beyonce? Is that a throw? Is that an old Miss Tina throwback? Remember Miss Tina used to make the outfit? Hopper Dairy on special was doing because <laughs> tonight I hated that outfit. I was like, what Beyonce got on? Like even at Rock Nation, the breakfast. I was like, what is she wearing? It was like a space to that suit. I was like, I was like, what's going on here, Why are you dressing like this? I just feel like this other, I feel like she's understanding this, you know? I feel like she's understanding what has happened in her career. Like she, and, and to me, it's the sooner that you realize it, the more you'll be able to take control. You know what I'm saying? And listen, Beyonce, don't let your man get you in checks that you can't catch. Listen, this motherfucker just keeps signing contracts and contracts with the wrong motherfucking people. Protect yourself, girl. <laughs> I'm not saying Jay Z is your fault, but she is. Seems like a lot of shit since Live Nation that came in the building, okay? I don't know. Maybe Matthew was right, Beyonce. Maybe you may not have been as big as you should as you are now with the overhype, but you would have just had just enough. You know, he was overhyping your ass too, but it wouldn't be this much. Oh my gosh. Okay. It's like when, you know what Beyonce's like? What was I saying when you had to, I, I described some, I, I described this about Jada Pinkett. Beyonce's like, uh, her career right now is like this. When you are in Vegas and you just gambled, you had $3,000 and you just gambled $2,500 and you got to get back home. And you ain't bought your plane ticket yet. <laughs> this is where Beyonce's career is at right now. Like, shit, I don't overspent. And the, the, the and you got to come up with that money. You got to come up with some money because you, you, you got to gamble and take a chance on this new tour and this other, you know, this other crap thing. Or Beyonce's about to be crapped out. About to be Michael Jackson City in a minute. And you ain't got no thriller. They probably even shorter with you. Oh my God! Oh my God! I can't imagine what it's like today. Oh my God! What are they like today? Ten years from Michael Jackson, Beyonce fifty. Michael was fifty when he passed away. Beyonce was like forty one, forty forty one. Don't let him do it to you. That's all I got to say. So, what else about the Grammy Awards tonight, y'all? Did you like Trevor Noel? He's okay. 
I think what uh, when she talked about Jay Z in the end, the last performance and the God did it performance, very weird. Uh, last Supper like is that symbolism? Is this the Last Supper? Is this somebody's Last Supper? I don't know. <laughs> uh, it might be if that tour don't sell out. Okay, <laughs> but you know, that's that's that's. I've been joking, but I ain't really, I'm for real. It's all great. Tell me it ain't great no more, okay? So, uh, you know, listen, I'm trying to think of what else uh, we need to talk about about the Grammy Awards. Um, I keep everything, I think I did. I did talk about Megan Thee Stallion not being there, me noticing that, and the rumors are that she might be pregnant. I don't know. I don't know if she was there. Was she there? I don't know. But you didn't see her. Um, what else? I'm trying to think if there's anything else with the Grammys that I didn't just talk about today. I think I've gotten it. I think I've gotten most of the Grammy Awards. We talked about Beyonce. I talked about how her launching pad. I talked about the Grammys being rigged. I am going to put that article up, okay? So I will put the article up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. Grammy Awards Chief Alleges Nominating Process is Rigged. This was an article from almost three years ago. It's from NBC News, okay? And you can see her interview, and I don't believe this lady was lying. I believe she was lying about some of it when she got, when she got, uh, when people started kind of coming at her. She uh, changed it and tried to make it the smaller artist. It's not smaller artists. I mean, you just a common sense can tell you that, okay? But, um, hey, in this world, it's so much crazy stuff going on, and especially in the areas of music and stuff like this. I had somebody ask me, like, Carlotta, you know, what if you would have gotten the music and stuff like that? I said, you know, um, here's the thing. <sighs> I, you know, this young, being young like Beyonce them Beyonce's age, you never know what you might have done in those type of things. You know, when you caught up, sometimes you caught up before it's too late because you're trying to go on such a fast trajectory to be what she is right now. But one of the things, that's why you see some artists and you're going, oh, my God, they're so great. I can't understand why they're not as big or why they're not as great because some of them are smart. They're like, I don't want all that shit. It's a lot that come with that bullshit. Like, it's not just the level of fame and the paranoia and all that shit, but it's also, like, the deals that you're making, the people you got to deal with, the other world, making sure that the overhead is paid. If I talk about your investors and stuff like that, it is not you guys go to the concerts and be like, hey, hey, and all that stuff. But the truth of the matter is, that's a that's a fucking hard business, really. And it's it's one I don't I, you know I laugh and joke about Beyonce and stuff like that. But listen, there is an admiration for being able to do that. And sometimes there are things that you just don't know. She probably wish she'd go back. But what I'm saying about her as an artist is that there is a lot of overhype there. Uh, and I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm saying sometimes I am. But <laughs> because I don't like that you overhype, but 
but mostly it's really from a point of concern because when you do that, there are artists who take their time with their with getting there because they understand they need to walk. This isn't just a when when you're creating your career in show business, there are entities coming together, record companies, uh, corporations, all kind of things that coming together to back you in tours and this and this and that. You and today especially because now record sales are not the big thing. So today you have to create um, you have to create a brand and you have to create that brand in in, in various ways. And so um, it's hard for these artists out here. And sometimes some artists fight the bait, you know, and take over, take some real big shit that they can't handle. Like, you know, like I was listening, you know, my fave, I was talking about my fave. Maxwell was talking about how, something I didn't know, Maxwell was talking about how he he, he was with Sony for 20 years. He had to complete... Like, whatever deal he probably signed back in the day, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, they had you tied up. So that little bit of shit you got, you might as well get the big thing. <laughs> but, you know, I remember reading in an article of him saying he just didn't want to, he didn't want that energy of the pop store because that shit's a lot. Like, and, and listen, I will say he's probably very wise for moving his career. Maybe you don't get as much money. Maybe you don't get as much of the fame and people aren't as free. People, you know, people still know you, but your career, you get a little bit more control. You know, if you move in a way that is smart. But even the way he moved, it took him like 20 years to come out of Sony. You know what I'm saying? Or, or to do, like he said, to finally have his own music. That's interesting. That's crazy. Or to, to get his music. Yeah, he had to spend 20 years there. Like, what the fuck? Like, you know, it's like, that's, I mean, so can you imagine for an artist like Beyonce or an artist like, you know, like I always say they will never be independent. Artists like that. I'm, I'm just, I'm going to just be honest with you. When they say, so like Drake, Drake is going to be independent. Drake is, 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 listen, he's got so many people behind him. It's not going to be, he might be saying the Drake, uh, the Drake Corporation might be independent. But Drake will never be independent. It took a lot of money to build Drake's ass, okay? He will always be in debt. Okay? Same thing with Beyonce, okay? It took, it took a lot of money and a lot of loss to create Beyonce's ass, okay? She probably should have stayed with her daddy. The career might have moved a lot slower. However, she might not be as indebted. Because it's just a lot to create. Remember what happened to TLC? You remember the story of TLC when they were getting recruitment money and TLC was like, uh, TLC they said, said they were sitting at $40,000 among each other and they were giving them, uh, they gave them like uh, uh, vans or something that they, and they, they album was number one on the radio. <laughs> you gotta hear, when you're in a TLC story, it's fucked up. But they was like, they was getting cheated big time, okay? And, they album was huge. They album had sold millions, okay? And these motherfuckers had to spend forty thousand dollars a piece. I mean, forty thousand dollars a month each other, okay? No, no, no. That's what they said on that behind the music VH1, okay? Where they waterfall was at, okay? So listen, what I am saying is, and you know what they they told them when they was trying to get the money, we had to put in money for your outfit, so tour outfit. <laughs> we had to buy them cars for y'all gifts. 
<laughs> we had to uh, uh, we we had to pay for this. I mean, they was essentially paying for their shit. And like we 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 had to, you know how much we had to pay to make waterfalls a hit. That's what they was essentially saying. You are to make y'all big, ain't too proud to be. Y'all be paying this shit back for a minute. Oh, it's a it's an ugly game. Oh, it's an ugly game. They tell me they ain't shit sometimes, right? It's tough. You better be smart when you get in the music group. You got to be smart as fuck. Cause these motherfuckers, they just wild out. These, this is wild gangster shit in the music business. They wild gangsters, okay? You can't just be able to sing. You better have some business sense in your head. Remember contact? Remember Kanye was so fucked up? He was showing his contract. Kanye was showing his contract on uh, on the line. <laughs> he was like, you can never understand this. It ain't funny, but it's fucked up. Really got laughed. It was so messed up. I can't imagine what you little mofos is getting in today. You little non-talented bums today. Oh, my God. They probably got y'all indebted from the first album. All this hype they get from the y'all. Ooh, it's about Megan the Stallion. My God. I like Megan, but shit, Megan been a headache. Megan had Tory shit. The the contract that you know the other record label she was on oh no girl Rock Nation is boy I bet they ooh, I bet they getting you out of stuff them lawyers and stuff they had papers girl you better be making a lot of wop oh the hype they have given you making can you imagine and is she pregnant oh lord. If it's true, if these rumors are true, I don't need to preach about you being pregnant, girl. <sighs> Look, you know, and we wonder what happens to artists like Lauren Hill. Like, I be often like, why did Lauren Hill just stop? Motherfucker just stopped at one, one and a half albums. Okay, she's just like, fuck it. Lauren's like, I'm, I'm, I ain't making another album. Hell with y'all, okay? I'm done. Lauren was, remember Lauren came out on that MTV Unplugged and she was like, I ain't going to dress up for y'all. You know, I'm just coming out here to say, Lauren had just like, just totally rebelled. She, she, she like, I'm over it. Okay. And that helper ain't did nothing but came and performed that, that same album, The Diseducation of Lauren Hill, for the last 20 motherfucking years. She ain't made another record. <laughs> Lauren was traumatized after that album. Something happened. I wonder what. I just want to know. Lauren, Lauren, and they put my money behind Lauren's head. Lauren said, "Damn that! I don't want it. I just keep, I just keep singing off of miseducation for the next twenty years. Fuck that! I don't want none of what y'all trying to give me. I know what y'all trying to give me. I know where y'all trying to take me, but uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't know if I want to finish this half the album or unplug. But I'm just." I might give y'all that song, little song with, uh, what's her name? What's the dude's name? What's, I mean, uh, Bob Marley, she just started turning the lights down low. You ain't seen Lauren. Lauren ain't made an album since. Lauren ain't singing about a record. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, what was the other girl who sees Sinead O'Connor? Sinead O'Connor, she's like, she was done after that nothing period. Sinead said, I ain't coming back to this shit. What? Listen. It's some people who just say, damn, that, it be hard. I often look at Tamia. I be like, Tamia should be a big old star. 
to me it's like I was on a trajectory. To me it looked like I was on a trajectory, but now I just to me it pulled back in that Quincy Jones shit. To me it's like shit, they going too fast for me when that uh what's that song? what's that song she had? Uh put a move on my heart. Shit. I don't know now to me it's had some dope albums over the last several years. Some of the best albums in R and B. She ain't taking no heavy promotion and all that. Look, look at Kevin Ross. Uh, Kevin, something about Kevin. I don't know. Kevin is dope. Kevin ain't getting that promotion like no Chris Brown. He like, I don't know. He like, I might just sit back and do it like this. <laughs> and when they catch me, they catch me. I don't know if I'm ready for all that. You got to wonder why people want to move slow. You know, like, you know, they can, like, like artists like Kevin Ross who have been consistently great. So you wonder, you're like, what the fuck? You could be like, he's probably like, I don't want to move that fast. And fuck that, I ain't going to, you know. I get out here, I sing around, I sing in these small venues and, and do it like, give me know, I might put out several EP. If she if he had an album, a yeah, album, couple of albums, unknown albums, and finally I'll catch on to me one day. But damn it. Damn all that moving me fast. I don't know what the, some of these artists know. Some of these in the that's doing these back, back in this, keeping themselves like from being really like they great, but they like they know they great, but they ain't taking that big time pop shit. They like I don't want to fuck with because they know they know the price. Y'all don't though. I try to tell y'all tonight. Thinking about getting in the business. Here's what I say. Please do. Okay, we need more exec. We need people who are executives to be in these businesses, lawyers, if you're in the entertainment, if you're a great singer and stuff, don't be scared to get in the business. I'm just saying, just know, just be careful how you move. Um, but listen, black people, we need more black entertainment lawyers. We need more black people on the business end to help your people in, in this scandal, in that scandalous industry, because it's very scandalous. And when you see, always when you see a big, big artist like Beyonce, and especially when they overhype, ask yourself, what is the price they pay? Always ask yourself. So you can understand that that, that, it's, that it's, it is for show, but it is a business. And sometimes the that business is always going in the side of the, uh, not the artist. <laughs> artists be out there. It is not an artist. uh that's why they be selling everything. Some of them, they sell, especially today, they selling more than more than uh, um, um, music because they got to. And even when they were selling music, it was still a lopsided business. Okay, on the side of the uh, companies, direct companies, and corporations, and all these things that invest in them. Okay, so. You know, this was once a business ran predominantly by the mafia. <laughs> it was. Well, you should hear some stories. I have heard some stories, even with gospel singers, because I grew up around gospel singers. And so I've heard some stories about, like, back in the day, like, where, like they would put money behind these artists. Like, you guys really re-hit me. And stuff like that, but they would put money like I've heard stories from actual artists where back in the day, like 
mob and stuff like that will put, hey, we'll help you. We'll do this. We'll put the money behind you, but we have to get our money back. We'll make sure you get to these places and stuff like that. Okay? And I had one person tell me they were so scared. They was like, damn that. <laughs> this is back in the day. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just telling y'all, this is what they had. And, you know, now people say that the mafia was actually better taskmasters than the new corporations. That's what I've heard. I'm just saying what I'm saying, what I heard out here in these streets. Okay. <laughs> they say corporations is harder bosses than the fucking mafia was. Mafia, they said, he was musically inclined. Like good music. Okay. Oh, it's hard out here for a pimp when you're trying to get the money for the rent. It's hard out here for a pimp. It's hard out here for an artist when you're trying to get the money for Listen here, okay? It just may have been changed hands. The mob probably ain't as prominent no more. And it's changed to the corporations, but they still are the club. Remember in uh, Dream Girls when they when he do, when you do that son steps into the bad side, Ruby says that son steps into the bad side. It's all about them get exchanging money to get songs played on the radio and stuff. Imagine the story of Motown, <clears throat> which Barry Motown. I forgot about Motown got honored tonight too. Barry Gordy and Smokey Robinson was out there and everything. Barry released the story. Quit letting Dream Girl tell your story. It's time to let the Motown story go, Barry. Come on. Let's get a movie, a Motown movie. I've been cheering for a Motown movie for the longest. I keep telling y'all, the real Motown ain't got, I mean, the real, the Dream Girls ain't got shit on the real Motown. The real Motown got some stories, okay? And step into the bad side is probably one of them stories. Listen to how them some like stuff like Soul Train and all that. Y'all better listen to how these some of these sort these things that started back in these days. They was doing it back then. Like people be saying, remember when it was payola? I said, she it's probably still payola out here. <laughs> oh. Step to the I wish I had that song. I should say step to the bad side. That's what this is. That's what this is. That's what it is. Don't be scared, kids, though. Still go for it. Don't be scared of dope. If you got it, you got it. Don't be scared. Still go. Just be smart about it, okay? And don't get tangled up. You know what I'm saying? When you be ending up at the end trying to do 50 shows back to back to back, and you can't sleep at night. Maybe they out here trying to kill you. they like, you either going to pay us? So today we've learned our lesson on the music industry. <laughs> no, seriously, it was fun watching the Grammys tonight. Very interesting. Uh, man, 32 nominations. I would say congratulations, Beyonce, but shit, good luck. <laughs> it's Godspeed, especially on selling out them concerts, okay? Girl, I hope you can make that money. Because you're going to need to. Oh, this hype. All right, y'all. I have come down to the last four minutes. I hope y'all enjoyed the show. I know y'all be having going to be mad at me. Listen, I have so. 
Listen, this show, I've always said, podcasting, my therapy, it's something I do just for fun. I used to do sometimes go on to other shows and do uh, celebrity gossip and news and stuff like that. But uh, this, I've been doing this for years, and I used to do it with a group of friends and everything. I do it for fun. I know some of y'all be getting so mad and offended. Please don't. I'm just having fun. It's, you know, I'm sorry if I'm talking about your fave. It's okay. It's a celebrity news and gossip and pop culture show. I just have fun with it. I'm really a nice girl, okay? <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Remember, you can hit me up. Cause I, oh, my goodness. Oh, well, I'll tell y'all that in a minute, okay? But remember, um, I'm not going to – listen, no, for real. I'm going to try not to come back on for a minute, okay? I'm trying to take a break. But stuff keeps happening where I can't take a break. I had to do the Grammy Awards. I had to do the show yesterday, you know, which is more of like a fun, ranty show. I don't know what I was doing. But – Today's show, I had to do the Grammy show, so for a while, I may not, I may take a break for a couple of weeks, so you guys enjoy, unless something big happens, then I'll be back on. You guys enjoy uh, the archive shows, and, you know, you can listen to me ranting about something, okay? And um, I will see you guys, uh, in a, hopefully in a couple of weeks. Uh, I don't know. What else is new? Oh, and maybe we could talk about, we'll see how the Beyonce ticket tour sales. I think they they go on sale officially. Is it the 7th? It's not tomorrow. It's the 7th, I think. The tour, the actual, uh, I think so. I think it actually goes on sale the 7th is where, uh, when, uh, when the, when, it, when it goes on sale, the big tour, like the actual, because it's been pre-sales beforehand to tomorrow's like a pre-sale, and then the 7th is the actual date for the Beyonce tour tickets for you guys who are wanting to know it's for the Beehivers who are listening to me, okay? All right, you guys, I am out. Have a wonderful, wonderful uh, week coming up, all right? See y'all, and bye. Oh, now I'll come back on to give you guys my, the, for the contact information, okay? I'm out. See ya. Oh, I didn't even tell y'all what I'm leaving out with. Lord have mercy. <laughs> We're leaving out with, uh, what is it? Uh, God, I don't even know. Uh, Mike's over Egypt, Jones Girls. Jones Girls, okay? I'm out. See y'all. Bye.
if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are listening to the archive. So thank you guys so much for listening to me like you do every week. I appreciate y'all so much. Y'all don't know how much I appreciate y'all. I can't even believe y'all be listening to the show. I don't know what y'all be doing. My little small audience, thank you. I, I really, I appreciate y'all, okay? Uh, remember, you can hit me up on the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page. You can also hit me up on um, Twitter, the Chatwood Show, and Carlotta72. Those are the two Twitter accounts. Also, uh, you can hit me up on uh, Carly's underscore Galaxy on Instagram, okay? Um Listen, um, oh, what is it? Oh, and to my new uh, followers and stuff on Facebook, thank you guys so much. I'm glad you guys are listening to the show. And I, listen, I don't know. I be ranting. Sometimes I be listening back to the show, and I be like, what the fuck are I talking about? Like, I'll be ranting sometimes because I can get into rants. But I, I'm glad some, it's the audience that understands some of my rants. Y'all, y'all wild. I don't get it. Okay? But thank you so much for uh, listening and hanging out. I appreciate all my uh, new uh, my new uh, people in the last week. Thank you so much for uh, liking the page and following the page. I appreciate y'all. Okay? All right. So, remember again, you can hit me up at the Carlotta Chatwood Facebook page if you have questions or you want to see what, art, what new things I'm going to talk about. You can hit me up at C Chatwood Show and Carlotta72 for Twitter and for um, Instagram, it's Carly's underscore Galaxy. And um, what was it? Oh, remember, um, you guys can listen to the archives for the next couple of weeks. I will probably be off. I probably won't be posting as much on any of the pages, okay? I'm just going to cheer. I need to, you know, just to refresh okay so enjoy enjoy unless something big comes out i won't be on okay so please enjoy the archive shows all right i'm out see y'all